and you are welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. Give it to me, guys. Give you what? Thank oh, you. Okay, God. that's all you want. Get out. <laughs> no, I don't. I just give it to me. It sounded somehow. I it's a new Monday. You have to start the podcast with energy. Hey, that's Monday. what you say now. Which one is give it to me? Give you what? That's why I asked. You are behaving as if you were not born in the in the nineties. Wasn't right, that a slang? All right, let's do it 90s. again. Let's do it again. Forgive me. Let's, uh, let's it's, do it again. It's one time. It's one time. Opportunity. It's one take. Or sad. One take. I'm going to be like a, a true Nigerian. Nigerians, they'll give you opportunity because you're not, you know, adapting uh, fast. Take it away. You said, I saw you did now. I know. Really, know they talk in something two times. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I know they talk on two times. You literally have it. Just give it to me now. Do you understand? <laughs> I know. That's why I give you what you do. They will now punish no, you. Ah, no, God. We need mm-hmm. to rework the way we think in Nigeria. And the way we convert, the way we have conversation. Do you know what I feel? That's Osag's number one pet peeve. Yeah. ask me a question. Um, what time are you leaving for for school? I, I I'm I'm not sure. I, I've not made up my mind yet. Okay, no, no, no. Ask me, ask me a question again. I want to ask me, ask me another question. Ask me. I want to, I want to see. I want to respond the way that annoys you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what time are you leaving for for the football field? I, I said, oh, how do I answer this thing now? Oh, you asked me the question. I know. Okay, I know okay, 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 okay. You know. Okay, Sags, what time are you? What are you? What time are you leaving the house today? I wanted to get there by afternoon. <laughs> oh, Sags, what time are you going to sleep? I just said you call me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, or Sags would be like, what time are you leaving? <laughs> Bro, it's well, so you know why? You know why? Because you're always defensive. You are looking so every time somebody asks you a question, you're looking at the loophole. Where this person will catch me? Where you are holding for? So me, I go, I go town. I go. <laughs> yeah, like bro, man. See, having conversations with Nigerians, and see, you know, the punishment is that it has not happened to my own kids too. So I'm going through it at home. I'm going through it. Yeah. Are you Are you done with that? I'll take it out now. No. Yes. Listen to my question. Are you done with it? So what I do now? They ask me. I just ask the question again. Are you done? With he it? doesn't want you to tie him down to a time frame. So anytime you see him, you see him. It's just the way we're raised. I think we're raised. We're always raised out of like fear and always being defensive. So when someone asks you a question, you where you it, know you but are it's not. It's so bad now. Because if if you are so taking it away, you would have said yes. I'm taking it away. You like you give a. If you are delivering on it, you have to. Yeah. It's so bad now that you you still don't even give the correct response. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that bad. Yeah. That's why they write IELTS. That's why Nigerians write IELTS. We have to see, bro. The correct what response is that one time in Canada yeah. or whatever, right? John, white guy, the probably mid-level manager, talks to uh, a maker. Or, or or you know whatever i don't want to you people and tribe i just call random name now they will centralize it to one tribe i'm tired of you people exactly now they just say yeah i i i see the the, the rigmarole you wanted to do just because you mentioned a name nigeria is not easy <laughs> but fuck it you mentioned you mentioned it. let's move on yeah okay let me let me let me just say a, a random english name uh-huh. you mm-hmm. know the, you know um a maker um, what percentage of completion are we on on the project? I'll get it done now, sir. <laughs> Emeka. Emeka. 
<laughs> that's the point Bro, in work in work meetings and in work conversations i find myself like listening very carefully and being slow to respond so as not to make this mistake yes like uh, is it like is a very deliberate you know approach from me so when you ask yeah. me a question like, oh steve where are we on this i yeah. listen i listen to that question and hold on a little bit and say oh we are on 20 percent completion like you know there's an or lot that's, oh, that's, that's great or you know say the, the the normal term is oh steve where are we on this oh i'll get it by i'll get it done to i'll get it done by wednesday no where are we on this i'm like oh yes. we are 50 percent done 20 percent done. that's how i communicate and it's a deliberate and it's from a sag it also comes from a saga always talking about it too so i became self-aware i became very conscious about it so anytime i'm having a conversation a very serious conversation that require like maybe in work it's usually work right yeah I'll, i always think twice like think it through before i respond so i not to make that mistake which because i know yeah, yeah, annoys people yeah yeah you're definitely right like it you can tie it straight up to accountability and responsibility yeah when will you send me the money i go send her, i go send her, no worry when <laughs> you understand if you say next month yeah. and then react to next month say ah, i think i would need it earlier than next exactly. month maybe next. but i don't mm. even want to create that scenario <laughs> you know you don't you I go run. I go give you your money now. I go run. I go run. I go run. When are you? Give my mind. Give my mind. You know. You know. So, um. So what must have happened was that John, after I make a reply, John like that. John would just go to his boss, Frank. Say, um, Frank, can I have a minute with you? Yeah, yeah John, come in. I don't think these niggas understand English. Yeah, I, I think we have a problem with these Nigerians in the office. Emeka, Tunde, and and you know Sarah, same problem. What's the problem? You ask them a question and, you know, you ca just can't get an answer. All right. I think we need to speak to the home office or the guys in charge in the embassy. And then we need to screen Nigerians before they get here. So we, we need to get Nigerians who actually speak English. Yeah. I've written aisles before, bro. That shit is as basic as, but I was, you know, I was writing it and I was laughing. <laughs> I asked why I was laughing because I said, no, like, I get it. All my people, because it's very simple. Straight, yeah. Straight, straight, straight. I got like, what's the highest score? Like nine, right? You try, just, just hook it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like nine. Or I got like eight. And I read, and I just practiced at 3 a.m. in the morning. And that's when I, okay, okay, this is what it is. And it's good to actually practice. So if you've not written IELTS before, don't wink it. Because yeah. it's structured. There's a way you have to write it structured. You know the English, but like it's structured. And there are some things you need to be aware of, like timing and all that. Right? So they are very good questions. They'll ask you a question like um they can they can give you like a composition and you read the composition. Then there are questions they ask you, and the questions then say true, false, not stated. And yeah. I was just looking at it and I was reading, I was just laughing because I knew that all of Nigerians are going to have a problem with this thing. <laughs> because they can ask you a question and the whole conversation it is not stated. Yeah. You know, and, and so yeah, you know, I don't know. We need to do better as a I don't know. So so I'm saying all that to say that maybe the problem we're actually facing or a problem we're actually having or experiencing is that English isn't our local language and People think in other. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think I, I, it's. I, I, I'll uh, get that. People okay. think in other languages. I know the accountability mm, thing. Yeah. But I'm yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. Speaking yeah. 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 Yeah.
is gender neutral yeah yeah absolutely especially like how you were raised if you were raised in local language and then you had to learn english in like school and english wasn't like the lingua franca so to say at home you're probably thinking in another language and that's fine do you understand i want to think of like your english now they're like one million i correct somebody every almost every um um on schedule see me you are eyeing me <laughs> do you understand like they take they just take the yoruba right and they just they just copy and paste and you know and just do the fake translation and it's become that like that kind of english and really see maybe it's not actually a bad thing because those things can now become some sort of like i don't know if you can have like i think it's too late but like nigerian english because you can't run away from those things. People say those things every day, like Yoruba English, right? So, is it? Would you target Pigeon English? You won't, right? No, you won't. You won't. You won't target Pigeon English. Yeah, and you know, like I, I don't understand like Igbo, right? But I understand Yoruba, and uh, my friends who speak Igbo will tell me, and as I've done with Yoruba, is that like these languages are way more complex than English. Yeah. I think yeah. English is. English is hard to understand, right? If you're not, if you're like a non-English speaking person, like if you had to learn English, it's difficult. But like Yoruba, for instance, because I understand Yoruba, so I can give examples. And Steve, you can give examples for Igbo as well. There are some things you say in like Yoruba language and there's no English translation. Yes. First yeah, of all, I actually think Yoruba awesome. language is cool because you don't have like gender. Yeah. You understand uh, Yoruba language? Yeah. There's no he, ha. It's so just, there's no, you know, there's no, so there's no way to describe like a woman or a man in in Yoruba, like Ibo, they said. No, you can. Okay. You, 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 of course, you can do that. So what do you mean? I'm talking about the pronouns. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so oh, is it, isn't oh, it like oh, that? Oh, in, it's, it's like I think it's like that in Ibo too. I can't remember having any. I can't remember any pronoun for like male or female. I, I I'm not sure. You know, that's uh, to me, that's like freaking cool, right? Yeah, I mean, cool. the LGBTQ guys are gonna fucking love it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you, know, you don't have like any pronouns. Then there are things like I remember, like what I was saying this on one of the albums, he said, like, um, a carbon are welcome, but waiting be a kunle, you know, and a kunle means so a cowboy is when someone comes from the outside and then you say, welcome, a cowboy. Yeah. But when you are the person coming from outside, what you say to the person inside is a kunle. That is a you know uh <laughs> it doesn't have English translation. <laughs> you know, like, you know, have chain at home. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's no English translation yeah, to that, you, to that yeah, shit, right? Yeah. And so like I think Yoruba language is like really cool. Yeah. And they're like other things. There's a guy on Instagram. Oh my goodness, I love that guy. I don't know if you guys know him. Man, I love that. I forgot. Let me try and pull up his name so that you guys. Is he in Yoruba? Yes, he speaks okay. in like English. He, he speaks in English, but breaks it breaks down Yoruba, and he okay. breaks it down in what's his name now? Yo? Oh, I, I bumped into him on on uh, on Instagram because I, I I need to get on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok yet. I mean, I have an account thing, but like it's too distracting, so I don't even want to do it. I've forgotten this guy's name, but if we see it, we'll definitely put it in the show notes. He breaks down Yoruba adages, movies, music, like he's really good. He did he, he did the breakdown of Jakun Jakun, you know, and I think we need 
more people like that. Honestly, that's I would love to work with someone like that in creating like a podcast or creating something more long form. Even though I love his short form stuff, right? But just creating long form. And I think these are like I think this is why media houses need to be empowered, right? This is why you guys need to empower Global Village, right? That if you have the resources, you can actually p- pick this guy up and partner with him, and then he can start creating long-form content. There's this other gentleman who goes to Ibadan, a lot of the southwest cities, and does like documentary. Are you Adams? Ah, oh, are you Adams? That guy deserves a grant. That guy deserves a grant. That guy is fantastic, man. Bro. Ayo Adams is amazing. Bro. He is amazing. He's a digital content producer, right? And he just goes to different parts of the country, mostly, mainly the yeah, south. He's based in Ibadan. He's based in Ibadan to tell really important stories. I am one of his, I'm, I'm his biggest no, fan. He's mad. You know? He did a documentary on gambling, and um, bro, it will show you how in depth gambling has eaten into Nigerian society. Like he really did it deep, deep, deep. Like no, the guy is brilliant. He's very brilliant, and I like the fact that he's in Ibadan. You know, everybody wants to make the rush to come to Lagos, but he's in Ibadan, there, and he's pushing the yeah. culture of the southwest. He's actually brilliant. Yeah, he is. He is. I'm just on his Instagram page now. I can see he interviewed one of my favorite artists, um, um Buga. Remember Buga? <laughs> yeah. I, I see. I think we need. I think this whole Afrobeats craze, and I love it, it's good. We need it, but we need other forms of music that we can enjoy as well. We're still I believe so too. Like if you're in traffic, Lagos traffic, right? And you come, you, you see the guys selling the CDs. They are not as many as before because everybody has moved digital, but there are people that still buy CDs and you still find those guys. Two albums I know you will see in the roster of those CDs they are selling. The first one is Asha, that um, OC, the O Seven album. O C D, yeah. You'll, you'll still find it. <laughs> yeah. You'll still. That one is a bestseller. Bestseller. Still selling the album, but do you know one other album that has been selling even before then? Beautiful Nubia. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful Nubia's album. My goodness, that album is. Jeez. Oh my God. I'm about to do something on it. I'm about to do something you on need it to. because you know. You need to. It's been a while. Ah, you need to. Beautiful Nubia's album. My goodness. What's the name of the album again? So that we Jambala. Jam... Ah, I can't remember the name. Wait, hold on. I have it on my I'm gonna pull it up. Beautiful Nubia and the Roots Renaissance band Jangbala Jubu. Yeah, Jangbala Jubu. That's the name of the album, Jangbala Jubu. The album is a classic. Like classic. Yeah, it was a classic. Classic. It came before it came before Asha's album. Yes, maybe yeah. He came yeah, in like, also, bro. That's how. Yeah, do you understand? Do you think about yeah. where music was in two thousand and two? This guy created an album. Mm. It's a folklore album, basically. Yeah, it is. It's a folk album. Yeah, and bro, I listened to this album throughout like uni days. I remember one guy. Ah man, so many stories. This album, you go to like every person's house, and they had like different CDs, but everybody had this album. And you play this album this yeah. morning. That was a classic one. Now. That was a classic you know, one. Uh, my jam is actually, oh, what a feeling. Running me around. I can't no, man is, um, man is the people are ready. What? That's a very political song. The people are ready. The people yeah. are ready. Very political yeah. song. Yeah, man. 
it is all the time we just move from the intro and just start talking anyways hope you guys are doing well how was your week shout out to everybody let's do some shout outs let's do some real cool shout outs i feel like we don't shout out people and we just ask how the week was going i really want to do a shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast shout out to all different of you. people so shout out first of all to everybody that listens to this podcast i'm talking about my young my young gunners my young young men who listen to this podcast you know um who reach out to us for feedback for guidance etc shout out to you guys shout out to the brosses the ones that are steve's age that are bros <laughs> you just sit there like you can't even just it's his bros I, I don't i think I, I don't think people know the drill like i don't think people know this about this podcast right now what? That's I'm the youngest out of the audio host of the of, the, of this. Well, you know what? Like, you know, know that. See, let me explain for you. My passport says I'm younger than you. <laughs> Please, first of all, you have a green and gold passport, so it doesn't matter. First of all, it doesn't matter. Secondly, there is thing about Niger Delta guys. They age yeah. faster than normal people because of the <laughs> of the environmental pollution and social political stress. <laughs> have you ever seen a young Niger Delta guy, Osagi? Say this the, guy the, 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 the environmental pollution that gave you people they money. They don't grace. They don't grace. They don't grace age fully. They actually yes. just go go from being like childlike <laughs> and they don't like bros. from child to bros. They don't have no teenager. Young adolescent. No, no, no. I've not seen from from this is tribalism. I've only seen one person. I've only seen one person, and that's why he's a respected OG in the game, and that's RND. Above from that, yeah, person now bros. Timaya came out. Uh, everybody in a bros. When I met Chuxudo, Chuxudo was a bros. Yes. <laughs> Timaya, Timaya came out the gate. I can call all my friends. Timaya came out the gate looking already, like a veteran. When I met Chuxudo, he had already managed Kaha. <laughs> looking like, like a legend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Timaya, like, how? Timaya looked like a legend we when he came out. We game at that time. And he had already managed. And he was like, man, I managed Kaha. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> We're just like two years in the game, and you managed to no. How is this possible? Niger Delta niggas, check check when the artist. Rema blew up. Yeah, right, he just hit me up. Oh, I managed Rema and Alpha P back then. What the hell? What? When was this? What hey, where is Alpha P? Alpha deal. I think it's no longer. Oh, got signed to Universal. Yeah, I think I think that deal expired last year or two years ago. Ah, uh, so yeah, expired. I listened to like thirty of his songs. Bro, no, the boy is too good. Is too good now. Yeah, Alpha is too good. Alpha, God damn, Alpha is too good. That I remember was him coming to pause and he was during the interview. He was just talking about like Benin, growing up in Benin, doing music in Benin. You just mentioning familiar names. So after the interviews, I now spoke to him. I even called one of the guys that he mentioned. He lost his mind. Like, bro, wow. <laughs> We're talking wow. about Field Town, the producer in Righteousman Studio. Like every oh, like we're just talking yeah. oh more he lost. I see so he took a picture with me, like oh more. So since then I've always been like looking out. You know. You know the beautiful thing about like doing being in like the creative space in other states other than Lagos. Uh, Lagos. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very small community. Yeah, it's very so small. You know everybody, yeah. everybody, 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 everybody. You know, yeah. you know everybody, everybody. you've probably been to every studio. Yeah. I see. There was a young man when I was in the when we were rapping and making this music. There was a young man who a couple of our guys used to jump on beats on. We had our own producer, you know, uh, shout out to BD, who was our producer, buddy, and he was from Abuja, gave us banging beats, knew how to sample and scratch, so we used to work with him. But there was this other crew, right? They would come to the studio and we would just hear these beats, and these beats just sounded like 
Like, well, I was always to ask them, did you guys download these beats? And they're like, no. There's one young kid who's in secondary school, mm. you know, making these beats. I'm like, wow, you know, that young kid. This is I'm talking about 0506. That young kid turned out to be Cess. Cess is the producer. Yeah, it, it, it's the problem, kid. Not it's the problem, kid. kid. Sorry, I know he's. A, I know he's. He has a problematic. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not that we problem. <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, so shout out to Cess. It was actually Cess. Guess what? Yeah. I didn't meet him physically. Yeah, that's true. Until you know, then he was telling me back oh, in the days. Yeah, it was now. I think when he now blew up with flowers and everything, I don't know who I was having a conversation with. The guy just called me and said, That's the guy that was making beats for us back then. In in the lot, I'm like, That's the guy that was. Oh, he now nobody. checked out because Cess yeah. is one of like, Bro, nobody falls out of anywhere, bro. Like, people are people working, people are working at mm. the background, and it's just this amount of work this years of consistency that makes you prepared for the big stage if he hadn't gone through those processes i'm not sure he would have been able to have that opportunity with his files to start creating magic right mm-hmm. you know? yeah nobody just comes your theory with this yeah. your theory of nobody just drops out of anywhere yeah where did this lover then come from <laughs> <laughs> Just lover is the antichrist, my guy. So I think just lover, just lover is a product of society journalism. Like if you go deep, I'm not sure if you go deep into it. If you want to start doing this investigation, you you yeah. notice you you must find out that this guy had worked in a media house or just worked with a journalist. Is, yes, Doctor right? Sonia is very tied to very, Hollywood. That's thank you, thank you. So that's he's the yeah. because that's yes. where just lover plays the most and gets in the fact, connect and the most um i was i was i was i thought about it one day i was looking at all the society journalists that i know like ogs like yeah. the hints than the, the like the journalists who did they all had their roots from yoruba nollywood from yoruba society or yoruba filmmaking yeah that's where it usually comes from and from yeah. there they start knowing everything this lover is a product of an og of an og system of society reporting yeah yeah Facts. Yeah. facts. I'm, I'm telling you. It's facts. Yeah. It, you know. What are we saying? Facts. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when they arrested uh, those those young men, I'm just like, what are you guys doing? You because they, are, they arrested men. someone earlier, like two years ago. Person <laughs> they, just, entirely. they just go on the street. You are just. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have a theory. I have a theory. Yeah. You know yeah. how terrorism works when you when you arrest like a bunch of terrorists and that cell activates, right? Hmm. That's why that's why theory. Once they arrest one of them, I sell another person just goes online. See my theory. My theory okay. is my theory you is that because he's uh, sorry, Steve. You deal with uh, Al Qaeda ice. <laughs> yes, now once they will just launch again. You deal with this block, this lover comes. Years of society like online. And if you trace this thing back, you go far back of Ladun Liadi. Yes, now there's Stella de Moko. Stella de Moko. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. my theory my theory with this just lover thing is that just because they have to do paid content and advertising, they have to yeah. open back accounts. I think they're using yeah. networks to have back accounts Ooh, to send money to. Yeah. So I think that's where people are tracing these people from Those guys arresting money. people. Mm. Yes, that's how it is. I'm not sure they are the real guys. I think the real guys are using pseudo networks to just collect money, you mm-hmm. know, because because yeah, 
you know and you know instant blog instant blog was going towards this but discovered that if i have to make money i have to like stop doing this and move he wanted to make money you know so it's hard to do this type of things and still be making money off it because the money will lead them to you do you understand yeah. there's a paper trail yeah. now there's a paper there's a trail, paper trail is and, there also. Yeah. and i think if you keep fucking with people man somebody i'm, I'm telling you somebody's <laughs> going to dedicate my brother my brother of our journalist friend this thing that okay oh i thought i thought you were to mention on another thing again i thought you wanted to mention i don't mention a podcast a podcast on youtube channel i was like don't let them yank our podcast i beg you i don't know any podcast a young tofu i beg shout out shout out to the federal republic shout out to Lagos state shout out to abj everybody Ecowas, everybody. Organization of African Unity, UNESCO, UNO. Peace, one love. <laughs> people are powerful. Anyways. People are powerful. Bro. Yeah, like, so, people are powerful. I mean, like, bro, they put. See, they arrested a journalist. I don't know. You know the guy, right? And I'm yeah, like, that's my like guy now. That's yeah, my yeah, guy. To tomorrow. Yeah, that's my you guy. You know him too, right? Yeah, not at one uh, conference. Yeah, <laughs> you remember? You know him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was telling the stories of who. One yeah. boy came out and just moved into PR straight. Instantly, <laughs> if you're not, you journalists are your mates. No, go to YouTube. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirikiri, yeah. I heard they flew him to Abuja. He was in Abuja. They flew into Abuja. He was in Kirikiri. Then they flew into Abuja again. Like when people were visiting him too much in Kirikiri, and he was having level. He was staying in like one <laughs> VIP place in Kirikiri. VIP like, no, no. They flew into Abuja for close one watch. Was begging one Bro. year. Ah, for you. you okay, no, can can go, no court case, no nothing. Straight to court case. Go to Nigeria. Bank MD day. Nollywood. Fucked him up. Ah, so that's what's up. This is this body a lot, though. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Yeah, so shout out to everybody listening to us from, you know, nigeria shout out yeah. to you guys everywhere yeah. we, got a, we got a lot of tags on instagram um on instagram this week because we talked about mommy z that a lot of people will start policing our tweets and immediately it happened they were mentioning us oh steve osagi and i just said this shout so, out to the so, chef you guys didn't see it shout out so, to the chef even if i'm making said it too you know shout yeah, out yeah, I saw that. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i mean it's it's a law right yeah, you yeah. you have to zip when the applause is loudest you just yeah. oh, deactivate your account bounce bounce you don't deactivate your account just put the last tweet should just be a very nice god bless you all humility yeah everybody needs it if you are going to be in the nigerian space that's how to be a darling they will clear you do you understand? You can literally take a shovel and be chopping someone's head off and just be saying, I just thank God. I thank my people. <laughs> I just be chopping someone's head off. And just, see this guy. Now I'm all happy. I'll be like two face. I'll be like just one love. One love, my people. One love. One love. No fighting. Peace. Peace. Only one. Just one love. One love. Nothing they happen. Nothing they happen. Nothing they happen. Nothing they happen. Are we there here? So shout out to everybody. And I'm just looking at the data, guys. People are listening to us from everywhere. I'm talking about Cross River, Niger, Bauchi, Bielsa, everywhere. Love, love, love. And to our people in the US as well, Texas, California, Maryland, 
Maryland is different from the one at uh, <laughs> Maryland. After, the one after Idiro. Maryland. I was telling Jessica. I was telling Jessica one time. And Jess just finished one time. Anytime I hear. Sorry, sorry, sorry Steve, 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 Steve. When you say Jessica, please let us be. Sorry, let, sorry, it's sorry. on Jess, first name Jess, basis because they call her. No, Jessica sounds like all these nineties bodies. No. Just, just finesse, please. Just, just finesse. Anytime, anytime someone's mentioned Maryland, I, you are the first person I, I like. I just think about, and you are the only person I want to be mentioning that name. That name, that Maryland. name like Maryland. Maryland. There's a way they mention it. I'm like, okay, okay. No, this is not Maryland. This is not Maryland. This is not Maryland. Where to tell these things? This is not just. You don't trust Maryland. <laughs> you know, New York, District of Columbia, DC, Georgia, Illinois, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. So many like guys, guys, guys. We just feel the love. Our UK people as well. Whether you're listening from England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, we love you guys. And of course, our people in Canada, the Ontario God. people, our God. better people, God. British Columbia, Quebec, Manitoba, Manos 20 Saskatchewan. People. Yes. <laughs> Nova Scotia. New Brunswick. Oh, that reminds me. Someone Norway. I'll, I'll talk to the person after the phone. Someone from where Norway? No, I said someone. Someone in Norway who needs to be and stuff like that. Like, I'll talk to the person after the pod. This guy. Now you know that. Uh, one, Ghana Norway. people as well. Child. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I don't know. Uh, okay. I'll send it. Type it. Type it. Just type it here. I can see it. Okay. The bottom of my screen is bad, so I can't. I can't. I don't even know what. It's. I can't even see, see that part of the screen. Can you see son? Use uh, use WhatsApp. Use phone. I, I WhatsApp. understand now. Abby. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything. I'll tell you after the phone. I'll tell you after the phone. You are you are you are Anyways, man, and everybody listens to like everywhere, man. See, we get listens from Estonia, Russia. No, Estonia is not surprising. Nigerians, we know say we food for there. You understand? Our Malta people, we hear you now. Like Russians, they there. Nigerians uh-huh. didn't join Putin army. So uh-huh. men, they work once they listen to blue stuff. Bro, see right now is is Nigeria not in war at war? <laughs> What's the difference? Is Nigeria not at war with you? Um, right well, at war, kidnappers are entering yeah. people's home to take them. Ah, bro, bro. How's your week? This is the first official week. That last week, Natospi. Natospi. And I went in. I went in. Went in. Went in. Pause. Went in. Good. <laughs> how, are you, how about you? Um, first official week of the year. Uh, I still had to. It was kind of hard because going back to work full full throttle was ah uh, was demanding, but we survived it, sir. Um, did some videos, no, no, no managed to put them out. You know, being productive so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. That's dope. My week was great as well. You know, back into it. Kids resume school, so. <laughs> You know the 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 scheduling and everything changes as well. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, back into it, man. Back into it. Thank God, everybody, everybody's go- looking good. Everybody's safe. What's the dollar looking like? The naira looking like? That's the problem. <laughs> you know, the good the good sign is that Bitcoin went up to forty nine thousand. I saw Osage. I saw Osage screaming in the group like Joe. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was oh, went as high as forty nine. Forty-nine thousand dollars yeah. for a Bitcoin, <clears throat> and I that's need, because yeah, you know the SEC Security Exchange Commission in the US approved the Bitcoin approved ETF, it, yeah. and then it's now listed, literally listed on some stock exchanges, yeah, so make sure people can actually buy and invest. It's so, official now. 
Bro, I thought yeah. the team was going to hit that 50k, but it didn't. It went 49. It went to 49. Came down, down, yeah. 40 something now, 45 or something. I was see. I thought it was. They're still going to be another run, so I'm even contemplating because I this needed to hit 60k. Oh, <laughs> that's why I needed to hit 60k. We hit on like that 60k now. When I was going to go become billionaire. Now why, they, now, now, why, now why in the now why now why in the talk about that 60k? <laughs> I need it to eat that 60k. I've been holding now. I know. I've been I holding know. since when. But yeah, yeah, that was that was good just to see that. Um as the Bitcoin was rising, your naira was falling. <laughs> <laughs> that naira is not even ashamed of itself. You should, you should, what's that what's that meme of uh, that SpongeBob meme where the guy is pushing the thing and saying, get up, get up. <laughs> yeah, get up, get up. <laughs> This guy, oh, this guy is outperforming in there. That's insane. Yeah, Bitcoin has an official tender. I mean, thought they said that the reason why they floated the Nera and you know took out subsidy was to prevent the fall of the Nera, prevent further inflation. Like, what what has been their one advantage to the Nigerian people of floating the Nera and removing first subsidy? What has been the advantage? No more. That's a million dollar question. One. Just tell me one. This question is harder than the question I saw in my technical drawing. Of other maths. It doesn't give us any benefits, you know, so they should bring back the subsidy. But they can't pay for the subsidy, then, that's the problem. <laughs> they can't literally pay for the subsidy. So all that money that we we're paying for subsidy, where did that money go? What did that money go to now? So they're not even paying for subsidy. They could not even pay, they were owing. Yeah. That's my I know, but they will, I know they will still pay. Even the ones that are owing, they will still pay that money. Now, what are they using it for? Can the government see this is specifically what, what maybe we use this money for? The, maybe part of the humanitarian save. something something that disappeared into a private account. We don't know. God. <laughs> Nigeria is a problem. Nigeria is a problem, my guy. So just take it. Wait, quick one, quick one, right? So you work for the government. Right, you're in charge of humanitarian aid. Like your job, your job is literally to you know there are different kind of jobs. Oh, my job is take care of the road. Oh, my job is like my job doesn't even inter like I don't intersect with the people directly, even though my job would affect people in the long run mm -hmm. who are embezzling money. It's absolutely wrong, right? But you can see the detachment, right? Oh, my job is to set policies, and I really don't and policies might affect people in the long term, but you know, I don't interact. Your job, you are the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs and Poverty Alleviation. Yeah. Like, now you, they give the job, say, ah, these people, wait, they in abject poverty. Let's try and help them and get them out of here. How do you divert the funds allocated to your ministry? Into your private And it was back-to-back, -back, Abby, because I think the last minister is also in the FCC, um, something, yes. right? So it was back-to-back. Yes. No. Now that they use land work, how do you, <laughs> how do you, women helping women? Like, <laughs> like, did she ask? Did she ask? Of course, this is alleged, right? Allegedly, allegedly, this is allegedly. It's, it's allegedly, it's alleged. Okay, it's all alleged. But what is crazy is that did you just ask your guys? Why don't they move this thing now? They move them out, Tabi. They could just say, hey, "Will they move them out?" No, now straight into like uh, you know uh, offshore account PO, or you go run out with the Bitcoin guys. Do you, uh, the, do you understand with crypto? You get away with it. They take Joan. She don't even ask anybody. Like, come on, man. 
I'm not impressed. <laughs> He's not impressed. Before we before we even start getting into like all the things she's done, I just want to read to you better Edu's updated <laughs> Wikipedia page. <laughs> it says better Chima Obim Edu, born twenty seven October nineteen eighty six, is a Nigerian politician. She was suspended as the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs and Poverty Alleviation after an alleged 585 million naira scandal in her ministry. That's that's it's, it's not me, man. That's I'm reading Wikipedia now, fam. It's not like it's not like Wiki is a. <laughs> no, they've updated it for her sharp sharp now. Sharp sharp now, make make it there, buddy. But, but but you you know what like you know other other like other people have come to look at this issue critically as they claim um so like tracker tracker did a, a graphics of you know the past like like in civil service and it, the graphics just to show that in civil service it's not a it's been a normal practice to sell money into private you remember it's not her private account that she sends this money to so she can claim to it. She can claim to be. She can say she can claim that it is going that the money was going to maybe a vendor or a contractor or Where something. Where did she send like the money that, to? Right? She sent it to his, another person's private account, not her account, not her private account. Do you guys understand? My guy. Yeah. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm saying this has this has been the normal practice of the Nigerian civil like in Nigerian civil service. Okay. Why are you sending? The, how much is he sent? Um, five hundred million or something. Yeah. Yeah. How? Why are you sending that money to a private account? There is no way. In a, there is no way you. There is no how you should be sending that money to a private account. So even if you have individuals that are going to um, execute some of the um, strategies that you have put on, maybe you don't have some campaigns you are running, right? Those monies will be then sent to organizations. Not Common private accounts. accounts. Yeah. Do you understand? Anybody that is receiving money from a private account is the last mile that is receiving yeah. money. And that, that is in the case where they are actually sending like money, money. to citizens. Yeah. You understand? To citizens. So there are other kind of campaigns that will go on. They will go through education, some will go through like you know, um food stuff, some will be shelter, etc. etc. But you are moving that large amount of money. And you know the the head of finance or whoever who, who was the person that approved that um, that money. It has to be her now because she's the minister now. She's the head of the ministry. She yeah. approved it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And That's so the person in charge of finance there, the person in charge of finance there too, will have to approve it. Abi. Yes, no. Because from instruction from Oga, Oga from the top. So what are we really talking about? This is it here now. Grant for vulnerable 2023 grants for vulnerable groups in Akwai Bomb states 219 million. And it's going to, in fact, the person will get this account. So don't even wala. My people will not hear this podcast. Somebody call you. <laughs> and, and this is funny because I've actually, well, Steve, shout out to Steve. Person call you. <laughs> oh boy. And you don't know this person. This person, you're not sure. You understand? This person is an acquaintance, one of your guy. 
but no be your guy guy but boy, I bet you get accounts. Something's wrong with I need someone to send, please send money to you. Don't send the account to. Boy, lunch, don't send like the account number. Don't send the account number. This thing is not a joke. Do not send account number. Then, on our way to stay for Obodo Ibo, you know, say it was for dear. All the small, small pounds, all the small, small euro, all the small, small Canadian dollar, all the small, small dollar, yeah. we don't keep. They can't finished. lock your accounts. You won't be able to make next 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 month's rent. Bro, I know a WhatsApp group, right? I know a WhatsApp group that people, you know, trade, right? It's filled with like people who are in um, the diaspora. And then there's you know, but they are they are they are Nigerians in the diaspora. So they might get a Naira, they want to buy Naira, they want to, you know, buy Euros or whatever, right? So they trade. It's a group of people in diaspora. Do you know some people got access to that group and started trading money? That went in they're, they're not in the diaspora, they don't anything. They got access into the group and they started trading money. Guess what now happened? There was now in an AML issue, right? And then they tracked some money that this guy had traded with other people, and then they they, they suspended those people's accounts. Hell. Yes. So people that had their their savings that had bought euro, maybe they had bought euro or they had sent euro or they had received, you know, whatever it is, buy or sell, they they suspended their accounts and then told them to get in, like the bank will now say get in touch with us to prove that this money you are not part of a an as money yeah. laundering ring. So even you where you the chain money say I'm on buy dollar, trust the person you are buying this thing from. All these things are very important because on paper. Nobody knows who you are. On paper, there's no character. You know, nobody knows your character on paper. It's just numbers here. Oh, these 14 accounts is where this person, where all these monies went to. Okay, please block these accounts. That's all. And then, you know, so I just wanted to... To let everybody I know. To, I just wanted to state that for the for the record. You know, understand. I just wanted to state that for the record. I'm going to switch my Wi-Fi. My mobile Wi-Fi is almost off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done that. So, ma man's got to be careful. I just wanted to state that for the for the record. You know. Yeah, yeah very, very careful. <laughs> Anyways. So, here we are. She she was suspended, right? I actually don't believe that she she was suspended because she committed any like crime. Like I I don't I think she's a scapegoat for like a system. I just feel that they use that to just catch crews. Like they, they use them just to get calm, good to names, calm people PR. down now. Jonathan, yeah, 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 yeah. I just they say they just use them to calm down. Like I don't know. I I I I, I, I want to hear from her. I want to hear what she wants. She has to say um about it. Um, if it might be a mistake, it might be because, like I said, tracker. You know, tracker. Now, tracker did this thing. There's a graphics on Twitter that I saw where tracker has been tracking this thing since 2020, where mini ministers, like money from ministries, have been moved to private accounts. It's normal. It's, it's actually normal practice in the civil service. It's normal practice in the service civil service. So why is that all of a sudden it became a problem with this woman? Do you understand? So I, I like, 
I don't know enough of the situation just to say oh, maybe it's corruption or I, I actually don't know enough of the situation. I want to know. I want her to come out and say something. I want the FCC to release a statement. I just want like more info, a detailed info. Well, like, that's just why I'm not I'm not going to be fast to say oh maybe she's corrupt or so she has committed a crime. I really want to hear what she has to say. You know, because yeah, from, but if, from, she did, yeah. if she didn't if she didn't do anything uh, uh illegal, she won't be suspended now. You she's think so? suspended. Do you, think so? suspend, Do you think so? Do you think so? Suspended, my brother. Uh, he's suspended. Maybe it's for the optics now because the the, the 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 backlash was high, was huge on on social media. Um, so I just believe that the presidency played into it to say, you know what, let's use this just to like calm everybody down and suspend her. I believe that's what happened. Um, because me, I don't believe that this government, this present um, Tinubu government, is going to pop, you know punish any minister for being corrupt. In quotes, I don't think it's something they do. Um, so there was immediate outrage, it was, yeah, like you know, exactly that's yeah. just hard to wade in. And him being like the president, being who a smart person as he is, I think he's something is he's, he's a way to catch, yeah, to capture the goodwill of the people to say, Oh, okay, maybe this man means business, yeah. Uh, but yeah when last did they suspend the minister? This is a big uh, deal, now. it's a big deal now. So that's why I'm saying, I when just was the minister suspended, not be only anything concerning that one. I just feel, I just feel it's for the optics. Yeah, that I said to corruption is systematic. Already in the right it's already in the vein. I don't. I just want to hear more from that woman. I've seen evidence that this thing has been happening in ministry, yeah, not just that ministry of humanitarian whatever. It has been happening in Nigerian civil service since 2020 when Tracker was doing the tra when Tracker like when they started tracking payments from ministries. You know, so I want to know why this is different. I want to know why this is the this is the, the um. Um, this became the time for us to like lose our minds over it to say, Oh, enough is enough. Why this woman? Why this particular instance? And why not those payments from 2020? Yeah, but over over different over a different case, not like sending money to a private private account. We talk and open their Mac, their Mac laptops. So you see, uh, what are we saying, you know, Oga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Let you know. Doing about some just time. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, Bezahedu has responded. She has denied any wrongdoing. The BBC is reporting that uh, her office says she had approved the transfer into a personal account, which was not in her name, but said that it was for the implementation of grants to vulnerable groups. Yeah. yeah. She's the youngest minister in Nigeria. Yeah. 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 She's just 37. Yeah, oh, she's younger than yeah. TG and Bosu. All right, yeah, she's oh, the youngest. Okay. I haven't thought Bosu was the youngest. Okay, 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 that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know, the guy has been having really. I, I, I felt no, I felt bad for the guy, but I can't because the guy has been having fantastic PR in the last. Three to four to five. Months. I can never fall. I can never yeah. fall for. I can never fall for them. I can never fall for the, anybody in that ministry because not be today. You remember? Didn't I send you guys? It's a Google say tweet from 2019 when they said, "Oh, it has now been finalized. Um, the process for having for getting new passports is not digital." Blah blah. blah. Let's you guys that tweet. I'm, I'm not believing anything for that ministry. I'm not believing anything for that ministry. I'm not believing any shit. For what? For why? You know, he's been doing some fantastic PR saying, you know, they're, the setting the, they're changing the operations, they've been setting up machines. You should not spend more than, 
you know, a few minutes when you go and get your passport, you can actually do it online. I've seen a few tweets of people who applied online, etc, etc, like, you know, and he's been doing really good PR. Um, of recent, <laughs> I just saw an interview on channels, the same channels. What's the name of that interview on channels? What's the name again? Shaun. Shaun, thank you. Shaun what? What's the surname? I don't know. I don't, I'm not good with surnames. That's the You're the last person to be a journalist, Steve. Okay, no problem. And maybe because it's Yoruba and it's difficult to pronounce. You know, Yoruba names are difficult to pronounce. Okay, Shen Okimbaloye. Shen Okimbaloye, that's true. That's the last name. Yeah, so, you know, he was interviewing him and asked him that one of the companies. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Okay, I know the gist. You know one of the companies of his companies has actually received contracts or have been awarded, not received, have awarded contracts to execute some of the projects on behalf of the Ministry of, you know, Interior Affairs. It's not the name of the Ministry. Ministry of Interior Affairs, are we? Uh-huh. So, man's now explained that CEO is not, is not more working there. He had already resigned. He brought proper documentation from the CSC to show that he had resigned and he has also relinquished his position as a director in the company. Sean asked him, who now runs the company? And I said, oh, it's my wife. My <laughs> 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 wife, oh. And you know, and to be very honest, you know, in Nigerian, you know, like a typical Nigerian man and woman, you know, especially marriage, um, they're not one. So he has a point. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, he said, he said, see, fam, my aunt no did them. Well, I know them. My, my wife, oh, I don't have, I, have, I don't have any clue what's happening. I have no clue. Exactly. You know, and yeah, I was this... waiting for Sean to just ask him that. But where? Are you going to be in charge of profit sharing? Because you are still a okay, but he's not a director anymore, so he's not entitled to profit sharing, right? He's not entitled to profit sharing technically, but but. Right? <laughs> But okay. sexually and otherwise and legally, <laughs> he's entitled to, to share and physically. Wait, wait. Why are you saying sexually? How how do you how do you fuck how do you fuck fuck money out? What are you uh, talking about now? I can if you if you give me if you give me if you give me six months, I can write a book about it. <laughs> just six months. <laughs> just six months. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's where. Wait, I just went to the Ministry yeah. of Interior's website and on the homepage, like he's literally there on the homepage, on the landing page. Why? You, like he's the why? owner. Of, like he's the owner of the. Like he's the owner of the. <laughs> no, you guys. I'm good. I'm sending bro, you. See, when, you, you will laugh now, bro. When Kano, when you know Kano is now the chairman of Imba. Oh, okay. I didn't know. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I think someone. I can't. I don't remember what really happened. But Imba Twitter handle, like Imba social media, that the, the communication team released the statement in appreciation of the chairman. Hmm. Since the chairman came in, you know, the chairman has been diligent at work, he has been hardworking, they want to really appreciate him. That like Imba wants to appreciate the chairman, you know, for everything he has been doing since he came this. And I'm like, what kind of ask is to like you know, yeah. you know when, when you, you see a situation, you just know that they're doing this to make your guy happy. Yeah, that's something like this. That's something like this website. Yeah, too. yeah. you know, the guy with designer. I'm like, we don't enter office one. They say, who did this? That's nice job. Nice job. That's nice job. 
It's like I'm not a fan of uh, you know startups wishing their CEO happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, on, on Twitter. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. And you wish the CEO happy birthday, but you don't wish any of you don't wish any other person happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, you know. You see, like you want you know the one I'm. Do you know the one I'm a fan of? Where you are, where an, a, a one-man company is wishing their CEO <laughs> happy birthday on Twitter. Thank you for all you do. <laughs> so apparently, you know that is the CEO doing that. <laughs> oh my god, the CEO is the social media manager. <laughs> um, Anyways, so now there we did. So again, it was now like as you know, the whole better do story started to unfold. It was now reported that there is some connection between that they like the 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 company you know um, owned by the wife from um, the minister of Interior's wife received some contracts from better from, do so everything is just connected my brother just connected that's that's the person you think is going to make a change in the in the in the, in the passports uh, getting passport and renewal process no I mean things can still be efficient is that? Things can still be efficient. I, the, the, the thing is that, the thing <laughs> is that I don't think you can be efficient more than mm-hmm. you can use effic- your own efficiency, personal efficiency, to bring down a system. See, this passport thing, eh, it's yeah. a smooth process, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a very smooth process. It's a very sweet process, like very sweet and quick and like the normal process of taking passports. Like it's yeah, not yeah. a big deal. It's not, even if it's not like overly digital. If they want to do it in normal way, it's easy. But the reason why it's not normal is not because of the... It's just because of the people within the system who want to... There's no efficiency. There's no efficiency that will come and override... So you just do roadblocks. Yes. There's no efficiency that will come and override corrupt, corrupt-minded people that... Nigeria should question everything from the government. It's like, we don't trust this people. One man cannot do it. Already, there's a, there's a rumor, there's a report. I saw it on Twitter. That if you mention that man's name in the immigration office, that they hate him. Because of what he's trying, trying to do. Because he's yeah. trying to change things that make it more efficient. I'm making more efficient. You don't understand me. Then um this popular guy on Twitter, he, he tweeted something. He said, Would it would you shock you to know that Nigerian immigration officers receive less their salary is like their pay is less than Nigerian police? Yeah. What? Yeah, that was that's what he said. Especially with people outside world. Damn. Yeah, Nigerian immigration, yeah. their pay is less than Nigerian because in Nigerian immigration, the immigration the Nigerian immigration is technically a security agency like the police. Yeah, they man the borders. They make sure that's why they do passports, right? Yeah. So you can see why they are mm. not like really they, why policemen can actually end more than the people so, in police force can so actually more than go CBN, right? no. So what do you expect? Oh, man, apply, go CBN, so I don't no. think any of any yeah. any type of officials. We are moving money. We are moving money. That's filled with corrupt people. Yeah, yeah. There's, I don't anytime. Anytime I see him on, anytime I see anytime I see him on TV talking, and I just have a problem with people just like talking. Just do it. when you start do when you do this thing and it's working, and eh, nobody will tell nobody who like we'll you don't mean yeah, yeah, people will sing a process for you. If I go and renew a passport now, it's simple. I'll come on Twitter and say it. You do the same thing, you go on Twitter and say it. That's the biggest marketing anybody can do. You going on you going to shows um this thing channels and arise TV to talk about the process of what you are doing, it's just PR. You just want the, no the president no to vex, see no you. Vex. You are just this is equivalent of people who just come police to the police are journalists because oh my god understand. it's the same thing it's the same th- it's the same thing now it's the same thing now hmm. it's the same you're thing actually now. you're actually right the best prayer is actually your work is what yeah it's what if, if, if god is 
if you got his work going right if things became more efficient, efficient enough yeah and people start talking about publish it more passports thank you and there were no hiccups then the Bro, numbers you can come and say this is the evidence in six months that i've been minister this is the number yeah, of passports yeah, that we've yeah. done this is how easy as it's been the reason why we have this many numbers because it's easier and that will collab- that will be collaborated with the word of mouth by nigerians maybe on twitter on social media and on the streets see what you are trying to say is that once it was yeah, the daughter. Told me that at the end of the year you cannot do your nigerian immigration raps that's it <laughs> that's it. Our evidence choke. What's that? Nigerian immigration wrapped. That's this it. Year. This year, oh, see passport, oh, see the minutes, see the see the days. Yes, this hundred thousand took an average of four days for the average Nigerian. Like data stats. We go say on oh, more. This man clap for him. Yeah, Nigerian immigration wrapped. That's so all. Everything is supposed to. But I, and I believe that people because you don't see immigration officers. Ah, oh, more. Some of ah. I believe that pay thing, you know. I gotta go help us. I go do. Only yep, go yep, help yep. us. Yeah. So, um, did you hear? Did you see the news? I don't know if you guys saw it. They said some of the offices of the CBN will be moving down <laughs> to Las Gidi. I didn't read it, so I don't know the like. I don't know the purpose. I don't know the purpose behind it. I didn't read the story. I don't know. Was, Maybe I read the story. I don't know. I'm I'm clicking it now. It says so. Punch is reporting. Let me let me read the full report for you. This is a Osaka <laughs> correspondent, political correspondent, local and local news, are reporting for loose talk. CBN decongest head office moves the de- department to Lagos. Right, the Central Bank of Nigeria is set to transfer some of its departments to Lagos states. This was stated in an internal memo made available to Punch Online on Saturday. The move, according to an official of the CBN who spoke on condition of anonymity, or an anonymity rather, is to decongest the Apex Bank's head office. Although some staff members of the bank have reportedly resisted the transfer and claim that it is motivated by tribal sentiments, the source said it is for their safety and increased productivity. What is happening now at the Central Bank of Nigeria is likened to a company with over 500 staff and say 200 used to go to work in the United States and return to their head office. It is not out of place for the company to relocate them fully to to that state to work and increase their safety and productivity, he said. The official stated that only some departments of the Apex Bank, including the Bank Supervision Department, were affected by the transfer. He stated that the move is meant to increase the productivity of the affected staff while also cutting costs and ensuring their safety. Punch Online gathered through the official that the through the official that the department's pencil down for relocation by the CBN governor Yemi Kadoso, our banking supervision other financial system institutions supervision, consumer protection department, payment system management department, and financial policy regulations department. Most of the bank's headquarters are in Lagos. The CBN usually sends staff from Abuja to work in Lagos for like one or two months and return to the head office. Being on the road all the time is not safe for them and not also cost efficient for the bank. We know that anybody living for their comfort will feel the pain. That is why some of the affected workers are complaining. 
but I can assure you that it is for their good, he said. He also noted that the car the carrying capacity of the Abuja office is 3,000, but the staff strength is 4,000, which is a threat to the facilities at the head office. Yeah, I, I see resist to it. Um, to be very honest, operating like this or CBN operation is very, very expensive. For example, you see these, what do they call bullion van, like when they, you know, um, when they deliver money to banks and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, Who pays for that cost, by the way? Is that? Who pays for that cost when the bullion van leaves CBN and heads over to the bank? CBN now. Because okay. it's part of the operation. CBN's job is to, you know, distribute cash for banks and Nigerian citizens. Okay. So, for example, like part of the cost is that they pay staff a particular set of money for every trip, right? But you see some, especially in like in in the east, you see some staff. It's ridiculous amount of money, like two hundred k per trip or so. Wow. Like it's ridiculous amount of money. But you see some staff of CBN, right, not agreeing to go on such trips because of how insecure the road the roads are. And especially mm -hmm. because people are carrying bullion van money, people they knew that is money, even with security. Um, back in the days, you guys remember now that there used to be like bullion van robberies everywhere. It has reduced now, it has reduced now. But you know, people have that fears of I don't know whether that today it will happen. And you know, when when robbers come and rob bullion van, you know they are prepared. They those kind of robbers, they're not the general general one, two, three robbers, like these guys are prepared with ammunition. So they're always very scared. So I understand well, the security intense, for well, as intense as it should be. Um to minimize like security risks for the staff and something like that. And Lagos being the commercial capital of this city, it makes sense that CBN will have most of the operational decks in this city. It does not it's not a it's not a story that you know triggers any alarm for me. Right. Yeah. I understand if it triggers any alarm for anybody. I, I don't trust this danger. I don't yes, trust well. I don't trust the presidency. I have like a, a, a very very I have a, like an opinion about him. Decisions that any information like this that comes out, I yeah. understand why people can be triggered, right? But me knowing how the CBN, um, just getting like a having little this knowledge person. of how the CBN operates, I understand why they have to be like, some major part. It happened to me. Like, it makes sense. Makes sense. Very well said. Very well said. It's from an operational point of view. So I know. In Abuja. Uh, well, in Abuja. Yeah, other... <laughs> Yeah, there are other political, there are other political like maneuverings around it too. Also. No, I mean, I'm just saying that they can find them. Just to of course, other people. We've seen the feedback. Other people, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, Lagos is like city to... boy is president now, so you know, some yes, past things have you have seen, you have cell towers everywhere, my guy. They have moon. Don't they have moon and Vivian attached? Moon attached to what's the difference? It's easier for the staff. It's easier for the staff to like travel, like you know, meet with the bank, like with the bank. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. You know, I'm saying from the cynical point of view. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, yeah. I'm like, what's the advantage? In a normal, in a normal, for for him, advantage. For Is him, there's no value to the Nigerian. There's no value to the advantage it's because CBN is a federal, if five it's a federal government party. If he's not, and you know what? In a normal country, and this is where your commander in chief will call all the service, all the army chiefs, all the what they call security chiefs, and tell all of them, look them in the eye. If you do not rescue these people in 22 hours, please hand in your resignations immediately. There should not be any. I'm dealing with paranoia and trauma at the same time. This is red alert. Yeah. This is what they call red alert. Red, like security levels on red. Yeah. I mean, like, you, know, you know, in America, when they say, you know, in America, when they say, oh, security alert has gone to DEFCON 5 or DEFCON 3 or DEFCON 2, 
that's the level we should be in this country right now where kidnappers are entering the supposedly safest city in nigeria and they're taking people and they're killing people one by one and this is why i love the french french people know they waste time with this kind of thing it's not easy cbn is not working in like it's, the cbn operation is really really mm. is really really very very interesting like for example if you are going on this um type of trips as a cbn staff you don't carry your phone hmm. because you know the security guys like the polymopos and the dss officials are, tracked, all those things, exactly yeah. they don't want you to even have communications with the outside world because they don't, they don't know who you are calling maybe you are even arranging arranging people to come and rob them it's also like it's a very very strict process um of how they operate so if for example you have a wife or a husband that works with the cbn anytime you're going on this road trip you don't know how to reach him or her you know so it's uh, yeah these are stuff that um people don't realize that yeah it happens i mean they apply now if you want to apply to the cbn apply uh, apply in june july august june july august september that's the time frame <laughs> Uh, why should you why why during that period please can you enlighten is the i don't know it's, it's sort of calendar or something they operate in you know everybody has yeah. their own that's that's the information i that's the information i have but i don't i might be wrong i might be right you know i'm not i don't work there i don't know anybody there it's just small small information as a journalist that's all mm. yeah i hear you yeah because you I said i'm you. not a journal you said i'm not a journal because i don't know the shame son name i'm trying to prove to you that i'm a journal i'm a real journal i have like solid contacts in the most important financial institution in the country give me my pause bro come on man i hear you i hear you <laughs> take care <laughs> i don't receive one one. i receive one guinea all right talking about you mentioned security now talking about security what is trending right now right right now right now as we record this is the family that was kidnapped in abuja and the kidnappers have demanded right now i think yeah the, the, the kidnappers have actually demanded a ransom and they're raising a ransom but steve just told me before we started recording that they killed one of the the family members yeah shout out to wikipedia how much, are they, they how much are they demanding 60 million, million. yeah 60 million then they um, said they're taking it to 100 million no we could update now that one we could update sharp sharp no, that's what around. i'm hearing this is happening in Abuja, by the way. The capital. Okay, this is story on punch. Bandits kill one of six sisters abducted in Abuja. A young lady identified as Najiba has been reportedly killed by gunmen who abducted her and her five other sisters in Abuja. Punch Metro learns that Najiba and her sisters were abducted on January 9 alongside their father. It was gathered that the government later released their father asking him to go get 60 million naira as ransom for the release of her daughters or the of, of, of his daughters rather before friday january 12. in a bit to raise the money nigerians were urged to donate whatever they had well, in their bank account now it is abnormal Not it's, now it is abnormal so friday yes. consequently the hoodlums reportedly killed the oldest of the six girls najiba and dumped her body somewhere for her parents to bury. The former Minister of Communication and Digital Economy, Issa Ali Pantami, confirmed the killings of Najiba on Saturday nights. Pantami said he had spoken with the father of Najiba over the remain, remaining kidnapped girls. Earlier, 
um, you know, earlier, a former aide to the former uh, aide to the former President Muhammad Buhari, Bashir Ahmed, called on the police to take action, necessary actions on the matter. Right. So they've tagged. Should before I shock you? Should I shock you before you go into that? Should I shock you? Yeah, shock me. Shock me. Apparently, the younger brother to the father of the girls that were they were kidnapped. Yeah, police their to the uncle, scene, right? Their uncle, and he was killed right in the police van. Yeah, so he went to report to the police. To the police, right? The and police, the police they all went, went to the van. Yes. Yeah, went to the scene, and the 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 the, the what the exchange of gun, the exchange of um gunfire, the yeah. gunmen, yeah, in the engaged in battle, yeah, they killed. So him. they've killed the uncle. They've killed yes, the first they girl. Killed this, they have the girl. They have four other girls. Yeah, four other yes, four other daughters. <sighs> and mm -hmm. you have yeah, I had we had a PR of police who was on Twitter saying that mm -hmm. that's where I wanted to police, go to. Nigerian police want to get you. Just give them two days. No matter where you are, they will trace you. And guess what? You can dedicate your yes. energy to go and fish out just love and uh, just uh, just lover or whatever the name is. Like and parade them and parade them. You had the energy. You had, had the energy to do a press conference to say that I, I no grief for anybody is not something that you could sign. Like this thing <laughs> is just Nigeria is just a ridiculous is a ridiculous country, and I'm sorry to say, you know, no, no, like our presidency has to because you know you know the problem, eh? There's so much nuances this is on Twitter. Oh, when you talk about um security oh what are the governors doing yeah this is not the go take everything come out even you even the current governor president once tweeted that the everything about security and stops at the president's table and mentioned and called jonathan's name what is he doing this, it took this man two days to respond to make a statement on plato's death on the dating play, play to state. Right? Now see, this thing is happening in Abuja. Not it didn't just start now. Yeah. Punch now reported on twenty fourth, on thirty third of December that they went they are they kidnapped a man, his wife, and their son and a young son in their house in Abuja. Till today I've not gotten a, an update on I was I was searching, I was Googling that story. There was no update. The only thing about that story was just what happened. We don't know if they paid the ransom. If that, we don't know if they are still in the kidnap with the kidnappers. We don't know what has happened. That was on 23rd of December. Now this one has happened again. People stay in their own houses and kidnappers getting access to them in, in the capital city hmm. of Nigeria. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Where do I start from? Before I go into... I want to just say that this is happening in the capital. So here, here's where I want to start from. The problems in Nigeria, like what we are facing... All of them. This is what I hate most. Dang. I'm trying not to clear myself. What I hate most is that we're actually in a slow crash. Right? Is this, is this slow? I'll tell you. Okay. It's slow. It's still a slow crash. You know why? Because we're still accommodating things. Yeah. There's the no sharp is? reaction from us. Do you get what I'm saying? And because... Yes, because of that slow crash, things are worsening, but we're not reacting as fast as possible do you get what i'm saying hmm. thank you so this lady Nobody five people me. were kidnapped yeah. six actually they released the man they killed the uncle people are not on the streets of abuja right they've not left the people are in church do you understand what hmm. i'm saying bro people are, people, bro, people are in church now 
people have not left everywhere in Abuja and gathered in front of the government's house. Everybody, do, right? Do, do, do and said, diligence. So do, 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 hold on, Ayo. And uh, do, do you understand what I'm saying? People have not said, ah, uh -uh, wait first. If this can happen to this person and happen to that person, can happen to me. Everybody uh, gather now, fill up the streets, no movements, no retreat, no surrender, nothing. Do you understand? Like stand still. Then the government will say, Oh, okay, let's swing into action. Do you want to tell me they can't find these kidnappers? Again, again. Do you want to talk because how are they communicating with these people? We can't we can't read that yeah, corruption phones, because right? it is already inbred in the Nigerian system. It's going to be a very it's going to be like open heart surgery. It's not uh, something you take Panadol for or you put plaster on. It is so, deep surgery. It's chemotherapy. You need to bond the shit me, out of your body. The way so I see it's continuing happening, happening. They'll catch some people, but the security it's agencies system. don't. So care. how do you prevent it coming to the system again? How do you create in the system? That's the big deal. That's the big question in Nigeria. Next three or four years, they'll say arrest more people at the end of the day. But not the corruption level is dwindling at all. That's how I see it. Like the the, the, the value of the average Nigerian is now in the negative. It's now in the negative. Um, but, the, but, but the key thing is, did she do it or she did not do it? This is happening in the capital. No, this is another amber alert no, goes no. off. Yeah, if it's in another country, the amber alert has gone off. Everybody, see, an amber alert goes off, everybody leaves their house to go and look for. Oh, yeah, you were saying. So I, I said this is why I like the French people, right? They increased the age of retirement in France and people came out, shot down Paris, shot it down. Immediately, Macron, Macron could not move, right? We in this country, and, and I hate it's like I don't want to make it look as if I'm picking on religion. But if this lady was shot dead, right, and people are in churches on Saturday, or people will definitely go to mosque whenever they go to, th that can't change anything, right? We need a a an intense response from the citizenry, citizens of Nigeria in Abuja, saying that this cannot this cannot happen. This cannot happen but i've come to a conclusion that the country that we have right now is what we've built or designed is what we've what we've what we deserve as nigerians because we are too lax you know when it comes to governance and the kind of people we put there and when we put anybody in power this is what you get the nigerian government elites are actually doing their job because their job is not to protect nigerians their job is for selfish interests until the day we realize that or more the people at the top we are the ones that determine who who goes who becomes president who becomes governor who becomes minister who becomes senator and we appoint people or vote people that care from our society then nigeria will change but all we do right look at an innocent woman was killed and everybody's smiling we all go to church we do our watchword for the year we come back we eat rice and we go on no and the president does not feel anything because ah, if the people are not complaining, that means they must like it. They must they must manage it like that. Yeah, and no, sense. no sense of outrage. So of humanity. As, like as, as an elected leader, yeah. why would I not why would I not be sweating? If In America, know. Joe Biden will be sweating because he knows that this re-election that is coming, he has lost it. That's like, the mayor, first of all, the mayor of that the mayor of that town has, has lost no, it. Yeah. See, the, 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 the police chief of that town has resigned immediately because you fucked up. Immediately, it's like, you, it's like you having a job, right? Sorry, yes. Why you continue? You have a minister of police affairs, nada. Uh, IG, 
doesn't bother with anything. We can we rather carry his band and be dancing in Portacos. He's, he's, he's busy. He's busy I'll with be, part also. I'll be chasing football up and down, and will not see anything. I will not see that. Okay, the security architecture of FCT is bad. How do we do something about this? And the reason why I can get away with this is because we don't care. We'll go to church. Pastor Debo will tell us, oh, the watcher, the Lord will protect us under his canopy. Somebody say hallelujah, and we'll do that. But the Muslims will go and do that, and everybody's fine. And as long as it doesn't hurt me and my family, it's good. But guess what? Nigeria will happen to everybody, not turn by turn. When he rains, he rains on everybody. Bro, he's coming for everybody. Just wait. It's just a matter of time. Damn. That's it. And because we are lax, nothing's going to change at the end of the day. So if we can cry and cry and cry. We'll, we'll complain, we'll tweet. But until we put boots on ground, nothing's going to happen. So the thing has now entered a catch-22, right? The whole scenario, yeah. because they are raising funds for, for them on Twitter, right? And as they are raising funds for them from Twitter, as you know, the popularity of the fund, the crowdfunding goes on. Yeah. The kidnappers will start increasing their the money. Yeah, because they can see it now, and they're like, "How high can we go?" Like, okay, let's do two hundred mil, since everybody cares about them. Bro, I'm, 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 I'm. No, they've been kidnapping people. Do you understand? It's not. This is not new. This is not a new story. Yeah, it's a syndicate. What is crazy here is that they broke into the house. There was burglary proof. They broke yeah. into the burglary proof and they took everybody. This is wild. And I hear that where this happened in Abuja is supposed to be a safe a, a safe space. I a know that place in Abuja. If anybody has been reading Metro stories for the last one and a half years now, Abuja has been having a, a high number of troubling criminal cases where Ambobas go to an estate, kidnap people, people go to a shop and you know they're robbed. And this is supposedly the safest, safest state in 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 the whole of the country. And nobody is the capital. It's the capital. The president lives there. Bro, I know in America, eh, they check the crime rates. The police chief of every state in America lives by the crime rates. The crime rate has to drop. Whether by hook or by crook, it has to drop. But we have yeah, nobody's complaining anybody, nobody has target points, nobody has KPIs. Just the appointment, you do small press conference, you keep laughing to the bank, you arrest poor innocent people on the road, you say that is, and nobody knows whether that is, or guys that were just working at night and you just arrested them. Meanwhile, there's no week where I go out where the police doesn't step stop the car I'm in. Because the, the Nigerian police is uh, fixed. They're in looking for money. They're in looking, looking for, for money. illegal money. Instead of them doing that, police money. that's why when they went for as a punishment in, in the security agency forces. As a punishment, they post you out of this con this like cities where you can get money and they post you to the north. That's but that's punishment. Because they know you can't get money, nobody will bribe you, nobody will give you money in the north. That's how they punish people. So you are you see policemen in Asaba, Benin, Oweri, Lagos, just chilling, chopping, chopping, chopping money. You know, and just just look at it now. If you're in a job, right? And you know, you just resumed, and your boss says, "Oh no, no, there's no KPI, there's no target. Just, just walk. I'm just walk." Yeah, you, you, you be swinging it down. You just be frosty. You because you just, you just because you just newly joined. You just be, you will be enthusiastic in the first month. The second month, maybe there's no review. There's no, maybe there's no even there's no monthly review. Yes. Oh, just walk, just walk, and you just down tools in the second month. No, no, no implications. Yeah, third no implication. month, same thing. 
first month, I know that from the seventh month, you're not doing anything in that company. You're not even going to come to the company again. Like, you, you, you'll just be there, you'll just be expecting your salary by a month end. Like, it's just automatic human. No matter how hardworking you are as a human, it's just automatic human interaction. That's how we humans are. When there's no consequences for any action, you continue to take those, those actions. So what are the KPIs of a minister? Like, yeah. for example, now you are, you are appointing Wiki as a minister. How many percent crime rates are you giving him in, yes. in a year or in two years? Are these KPIs, are they public? Are they public? Like, are they, are they public? Yes. Can you access it publicly? Can you access it publicly? Like, these are things that we should be, these are questions we should be asking ourselves. If yeah. we as citizens cannot set this pace, we're not ready. That's the point. We're not ready, ready to have a country yes, that is responsible. We're not ready to have a country. And you know why we're not ready to have a country? Yeah. It lies with, it, that's, it's, it's, it's essentially, this is who we are as a people. We don't yeah. care about anything. We don't, we are like, like I say, I always say it like this, Nigeria is a very mediocre, mediocre. Very country. mediocre country. Very mediocre. Like, very mediocre set of people. It's, it's standard. And that's why, that's why the country is in this state. You can't tell me that we are highly functional people, intelligent yeah, people, and we, are, and we have this type of country. It's a lie. It's a line. I didn't. It speaks for himself. Now he's like saying, "It's it's like having a company where in, in the KPI and the KPI in the company, in the individual KPIs, everybody is an A performer, and the company is not is not performing well. So yeah. what what are the people performing? Nigeria is a Nigeria is a is a low quality country. It's yeah. like it's mediocre. This, this, is, this country is the country. This is the country we deserve. And, and because the citizens are mediocre, that's why they can't fight for high quality governance. You yeah. can't fight for what you don't have. It's simple. Or you don't fight no. what you don't believe in. This can happen, bro. People, if you go to Abuja now, everybody. If you go to Abuja now, everybody's in church, just praising God that is, that is not them. I'm sure that testimony. People are praying today. Thank, thank you for saving bro, from kidnapping. Bro, members will be saying, ah, and those people came to our estate, but it's not us they kidnapped. Is that is that no? Come on, you can see functional countries. I've, see, Osage, I've checked it out. Functional countries don't come by magic; they come by citizens activating certain things in their country and demanding the highest quality from the people they voted into power. Simple as that. What you have that There's a large protest this morning. If there's a large protest this morning. You that that, that is when you see your show face president will not act, do a press yes. conference. My baby be sweating. Say, because he knows he's yeah. the new shit. I'm not sweating now. The commission of police in Abuja is not sweating because he's not sweating. nobody's bothering him. Mr. Press is not sweating now. They're all eating, they're all digesting, they're chilling. Bro, you, you know what? You know what? Brand new I, cars. I was going through. I was going through that um, police spokesman, the PRO Twitter this morning. Someone Bro, asked I'm, him about. I'm, I'm, I have someone to, asked yeah, him. Yeah, I want to read a couple of things. From yeah, you someone now. asked him about the the killing in in Plato State. He said, "Man, that this country is very complex. That you know." Um, in cases like this, they allow the leaders to speak so that to maintain peace. What does that tell you? They've abandoned their duties now. Just to tell you that, bro, these people know they know what's happening, but they can't take actions just because because of the politics behind it, because of the. <sighs> the guy tweeted, "This is Prince Olumu Yuwa Adijobi." PP. PPROs are not in the operations department. Be guided. All they do is attend to issues, communicate, and bridge the gap between the organization and its public. That PRO on X and in the news is the one doing what he has been appointed to do. All complaints are referred to relevant units to act. 
many here just like to exhibit hatred for the police and are not concerned about addressing the general problems and challenges of policing the country. Are you not part of the security problems in Nigeria? Ask yourself before you claim holiness on social media. He who preaches equity must come with clean hands. Nigeria, Nigeria okay. let me tell you something, guys. In real time, eh, in our in our in our generation, we saw Nigeria turn to the African countries we used to laugh at. Yes, yes, now yeah, yeah, yeah. are picking up now. And yep. read stories about and say, Oh my that shit is wild though. Is that what's yeah. going on in that wow? What can happen in Nigeria? Yes. That's what this the guy just somebody just came and put out a pump action and shot a politician yes. just shot somebody in broad daylight and they didn't arrest him. Wow, that's Let crazy. Me, that should I give you a clear example of that? I have an uncle, Uncle Prince, who's a police who's who was a he's retired now. Who was a police officer? I was I was born, I was growing up to see him going on peacekeeping missions in Liberia, in Congo, in then, 10 years, 20 years, 15 years later, I was also there to see him going to peacekeeping uh, missions in Nigeria. Do you understand? Like, what he used to go for in African countries, he started going to them, like, he started getting the same situation in Nigeria. Um, yes. That's, how you, that's when I started, I knew that I'm more... Uh, you don't it. Remember, now, remember when we used to laugh at countries where um, citizens could not ask, have access to their own money? Do you remember? Yes, yes, now. We used to bro, laugh at it on. We used to be on WhatsApp saying, "Oh, more see life, bro." We, we saw it. Like, it happened to us, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> we used to laugh at African countries and say, "Man, is that what's happening here? Well, what kind of inflation is happening in Zimbabwe? Exactly. That's crazy." Yeah, yeah. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe was the butt of jokes. Zimbabwe used oh. to be the butt of jokes, but look oh, at us now. Like, oh damn, that guy has been there. How old is he? He's over eighty. How can someone over eighty be ruling the country? That's crazy. Yeah, how can how can someone how can the president how can someone have a president and the president can is not physically. You can see him struggling physically. Oh, look at look at us. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. Whoever can make it. And everybody's looking at Nigeria and I say, whoever thought you'd be here. Whoever told you. See, the simple, the simple lesson here is that Nigerians don't deserve a good country. That's all. Because when bad things happen, we do not react accordingly. That's painful. So it's finished. So yeah. That's painful. That's very painful. Osage, we right can't construct, now, we can't construct right roads. Now, in, our, in, in fucking Abuja right now, yeah. everybody should be on the streets right now saying, if nothing is done today... Oh man, this country is not going anywhere. Nothing's happening. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something. They can find these guys in less than 12 hours. How, Bro, how would a high-functioning set of people behave? A high-functioning set of people will look at it critically and say, you know what? If they kidnap these people... And they confront for them, right? And they pay these kidnappers. Tomorrow it might be me. Like if you look at it as a high function, as a high thinking individual, as a thinking individual, you, you want think to put it, a gap about there it immediately. Say, yeah, think about this and say, oh, if they kidnap my neighbor like this and they confront for them and they give these kidnappers, tomorrow they come for me now, and they confront for if, me if, again. Because if, no. the, if the if the the kidnapping is successful, if the ransom payout is successful, then bro, it's, it's very simple now. It's very simple now. now. What and, are you saying? And you know what? The uh, next another set of kidnappers will look at. Oh, this thing is working. Oh, let's take this. The kidnappers how, will do their. The scrum master in the kidnapping team is going yep. to now discuss when they are doing sprints. Yes. Or in our last sprints, we actually, mm. you know, in their daily stand up, they will now do the daily stand up and say, oh, in our last sprints, 
the kidnapping was successful and we're also mm -hmm. successful in getting the ransom That's so we're going for our next sprint in the next yeah. two weeks i don't know you never you do you stop something that is successful no no, 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 no. i'm not good at oh there's crowdfunding now oh let's let's start going let's start going everybody who has donated thank you very much for donating right i just want to tell you something and for those who haven't donated guess what there are two robberies going on here the first is they kidnap people and ask for ransom abi yeah the second is that do you know that those kidnappers those gunmen they rob nigerians yeah, for they robbed Nigeria. Nigeria. Oh, they robbed you and I. Yeah. Yes. They robbed. They robbed. Do you understand? They yeah. they not only they not only kidnap people. They now robbed Nigerians of sixty because it's robbery. It's, it's robbery. Because they, did, they didn't come to my house with guns. But you are paying ransom now. If you are paying ransom, that's robbery. You are paying ransom. That's robbery. You that drop one hundred thousand. You've been robbed. By and now, what is your response after being robbed? For being robbed. Do you say ah we thank God for life or, or we like yes, let's, so, get, yeah. let's go to the fucking sheets and stop this bullshit? I'm sorry, but if we're not good, like, and that's why I tell you, I tell people, people who put their head inside this short thing in Nigeria, short, 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 short. The people are uh, you are looking up to, they are just scamming you. I cannot be, be a, and I put this in air quotes. I cannot be a man of God today. It's impossible. Outside it's, it's imp I can't. It's impossible. My question to me, even if I hold church service, what I will preach about? Especially in Abuja. Old Testament or New Testament. I'll tell you people, there's no church service today. Go out and protest. Finish as that. That's all. There's none. There's not like it's, a God, God says the Lord. Go out and protest. Thank you. End of I service. I don't want to stop believing in Nigeria. But it's... it's oh, I've stopped. I've stopped. Really. No, I don't even care about Nigeria anymore. This is They killed that girl. They killed that lady. They killed her. Hey, hold on, hold on. They just killed her. Do you understand? You are sleeping in your house this minute. The next day, they are killing you to prove a point that if you don't come back with money, you are dead. You are dead. You are staying in a city where you pay your tax, you work hard. Everything you buy is taxed. Do you even, the, even the money you collect from POS is taxed. Oh, um, man. The Nigerian... The average Nigerian life is worthless. Well, guess what? We love it. We love it. Our minister, our minister drinks wine of one point something million. Whiskey. Um, see, on he Friday, he go to himself now. He said he drinks like yes, uh, whiskey, fifty-year-old whiskey. He brags with it. Yes. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Nigeria of our realities, man. It's now we designed this Nigeria. It's not as if some people came to force us. This is the Nigeria of our reality, of our design. Uh, Oh no, let's move on. This is painful. This is painful. I don't even know how what the you know what is the, the security intelligence. I'm just gonna read something that shout out to uh uh somebody that dire I think he's a friend of the show that, that put this out. I did dire. He took a screenshot and I think this is from Wikipedia. He did a screenshot of what a failed state is, and I'll just read it out. A failed state is a state that has lost its ability to fulfill fundamental security and development functions, lacking effective control over its territory and borders. Common characteristics of a failed state include a government incapable of tax collection, law enforcement, security assurance, territorial control, political or civil office staffing, and infrastructure maintenance. Yep. 
It's a clear definition now. That yeah. describes one country, one useless country in West Africa that calls itself the giant of Africa. My brother, did you read? Did you see those characteristics? It is us. Awesome. Let me read this thing again. A failed state is a state that has lost its ability to fulfill fundamental security and developmental functions, lacking effective control over its territory and borders. Common characteristics of a failed state include a government incapable of tax collection, law enforcement, security assurance, territorial control, political or civil office staffing, and infrastructure maintenance. See, at, we have discussed at least four of these things on this part, this episode today. Osage, let me bust your brain, right? Some years ago, um, I think it was America, somebody that released a, a report that by this by a certain year, Nigeria will be a failed state. What did the average Nigerian do? God forbid. All these Western powers, they just want to look for how they will divide Nigeria. And not look at why they made that report. Because we are blinded by rubbish. We are blinded by God will fix it. We are blinded by Western powers who want to just hijack Nigeria. Look at where we are right now. Oh, God. People don't get it that this thing can just happen to the next person. It will happen to the next person. No, it will. You might. It will. I'm going to play, I want to play an audio that, of something I, I saw recently. I think it's brilliant. Right? And I'm just going to play it real quick. Gang called Werewolf. Are you here now? Everyone gets yeah. a piece of paper. Have you ever heard of a gang called Werewolf? No. Everyone gets a piece of paper. It's either got Villager written on it, but two have the word Werewolf. Someone runs the game to make sure no one's cheating, and they go, okay, it's nighttime, everyone close your eyes. Werewolves choose someone to kill, and the werewolves go... They say, okay, everyone close your eyes, it's morning time, open them again. During the night, Francis was killed. There's then a conversation, and this is where it gets interesting, mm. between all the villagers and the two werewolves over who the werewolves are. Then at the end of the day, the, the villagers have to decide who they're going to kill, and they say, well, we're going to kill Constantine. Mm -hmm. It's revealed by the person running the game, I'm afraid Constantine was a villager. And the game continues. Mm -hmm. The villagers win the game if they kill both werewolves. Mm -hmm. The werewolves win the game if they kill all but two villagers. And the werewolves usually win. The game was invented by a student of sociology in Russia who wanted to prove his thesis that an uninformed majority will always lose a battle of information against an informed minority. So that just shows when you have hidden information, you can completely manipulate a large group of people. Mm -hmm. You have like a, a bunch of people, you put them in a circle, right? And then you have somebody moderate it. And then the people are villagers, but two out of these people are werewolves. Just two people, right? So everybody's gathered in a circle. Every other person is a villager, but two out of all these people are werewolves. They then tell everybody to close their eyes and bow their heads, yeah. right? Then they tell the werewolves. They've already identified who the werewolves are. The moderator knows who the werewolves are. They then tell the werewolves to, to open their eyes, raise their heads and open their eyes and kill somebody. Right? So they point, yeah. the, both werewolves agree to take somebody out. So when both werewolves agree to take someone out, they've agreed, right? The moderator now says, okay, everybody raise up your heads and open your eyes. Yeah. They now ask the village, right? That who did the werewolves, who, who did the werewolves, yeah. yeah. Like, and then they usually pick the wrong person and kill the wrong person to the point where the werewolves eventually win because they keep guessing the wrong people as the werewolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I get it. I get it. And I it's because they're uninformed. And if yeah. you remain uninformed, you can't even know who's coming. You, can't make, you. you yeah, yeah, because you can't make good right decisions. You can't, make those, you can't make the right decisions. Yeah. The guy in church today yeah. that is preaching to you and did not tell you you should be vocal about who the fucking kidnapped. He's it's not giving the right information. Yeah. He's a fucking yeah. werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And we're yeah, not, it's not giving the right information. Sorry to say, but the political class and the religious class are in bed together. Oh, the church are in bed together. Right from the beginning. I've said, and I thought of something one day. If a GO or General Garcia can lay hands on your average Nigerian leader, that means there is no difference when your GO lays hands on a Yahoo boy because it's the same thing they are doing. Yeah. Same crime. In the same crime that they do. Yes. But when you see your GO lay hands on a Nigerian political leader, you, there's no outrage in your body. You don't stand up from the church and say, I'm not coming here again. Yeah. You don't. So you deserve yeah. everything you, you get. You deserve everything you get. At the yes. end of the day, your leader, your religious leaders do not criticize. When these politicians come to their churches, they don't criticize them. They don't talk about corruption or stealing. They all say, go the, Lord, the Lord will bless our leaders and make them, and make them uh, have courage to make the right decisions, which is a very stupid prayer to me. <laughs> I'll take this further. The reason Nigeria is at this state where citizens are just accepting anything that's coming. And the and the political class is just they're just doing anything they like. It's because of our religious leaders. Yes. Consider how influential our religious leaders are in Nigeria. A single out of like the big ten. Think about your big ten religious leaders in Nigeria. One of them can start a protest in this country. One. Steve. Steve. If I do for, for Nigerians, yeah, for Nigerians not to be for Nigerians not to be not to be tired or Nigerians are tired already. For Nigerians not to take actions over what is over the state of this country, it's because our political leaders do not want it. Because once it happens, one, it fucks up their bags. Right? It fucks it, like, tell me, the Nigerian the Nigerian religious leaders have as much to lose as the political leader if the citizens says enough is enough. It's their bag. Everybody's protecting their bag, including their religious leaders, because that's why you'll be able to 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 convey members to that church. That's the way to lead a church this morning and not talk about what has happened in Abuja. That's the only way to keep people in check, and that's the only way to control people, and that's what our religious leaders are doing. Steve, I want to add something. When you look at the African American fight for um what um against racism, oppression, and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, the church. Civil, thank civil you. Civil the church is always for us. Church played a black strong part. That's where Martin Luther King Jr. came out from. That's, yeah, mm. not just Martin Luther These King. These people, even these Christians, came out. Leaders, even these, um, the, look at Selma. The, they came even out. This, even this one that um, Jay Z mentioned, Jay Z's favorite. Um, was Reverend just not just Jackson. I can't remember. Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton, like. All of them. Even I know who you're talking about. Yeah. From the other side, the the five percent of Islam. Um, Elijah Muhammad. And 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 even uh, Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. Farrakhan. Like they most leaders. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Center of civil rights movement. Go to South Africa. Archbishop Desmond Tutu fought for the end of apartheid in South Africa. 
fought for the end of apartheid in South Africa. Please tell me which any of our Forbes ranked geos have come out to fight for the rights of Nigerians. Just point at one of them, please. But every year, the way they do something conference, all the leaders will go there. All the political leaders will go there. They will announce their head of toil and they will move on. I don't agree. Nigerians were the ones in South Africa. They will still be in Africa. Yes. Because yes. that's what they'll tell you. Oh, don't come out now. Is the Lord's doing something? Oh so man, we'll yep. so, so ah no, we'll so suck up to this. Yep. Oh my God, it will be yep. crazy. Then the elite Nigerians will now say, "Oh, we're not like the, <laughs> we're not like the poor Nigerians. Yep. We are more." Oh my God. And also, ah! you, and also, this goes to the oh, no. elite Nigerians. And what I mean, like the one percent, which it is very hard for. Yeah. In Nigeria, yeah, the, the most educated, yeah, the most enlightened. Not, apart from that, organized, right? I was like, it's very hard for you to make so much wealth in Nigeria if you are not in cahoots with the government, right? You cannot make that kind of money if one, you are not in government, or two, you are financing people who go into governance. So they two are part of this whole wahala. At the end of the day, yeah. So yeah. last, last, this is the country we deserve. This is the country we, we did not fight for. So. Don't get mad at the end of mm. the day. That's the name of a good book. This is the country we did not the con, con the country we did not fight for. Yeah, this is also all right, man. In this vexation, let's just move straight into TV Joshua. Who watched the documentary? Um, I saw a glimpse. Uh I saw a glimpse. I watched one, two, three at a stretch. I couldn't even drop it to work. I just oh. I just made sure I finished it. <laughs> I started yeah. at 1 a.m. I was done by, I think, 5 a.m. or something, or 4 a.m. I watched everything at the go, man, at the stretch. And so that, I'm was, surprised. I'm not, I'm not so surprised. It wasn't even eye-opening to me. It's, it's something you know, I always... No, so, so. There were a lot of things that were eye-opening to me. Oh. Like what? A lot of things I didn't know. I didn't know this. I didn't know that, you know, allegedly abortions were going on. I didn't know what? allegedly. <laughs> I didn't even know the... Um, I didn't, oh, I didn't know. Let me bust your brain. Should I tell you the only thing that shocked me? The only, the only, should I tell you the only new thing I learned in that documentary? What? I had a, he had a daughter outside of... Oh, yeah, yeah I didn't know that one. That's the only new thing I learned from that marriage. And uh, that's the only thing I... I the other other things I sus like I, I I suspected like see I didn't know some most of those things I didn't I, I, I won't say I know I won't say I knew I won't say I knew most of those things I can I will say it wasn't shocking to me it wasn't surprising to me in any way I didn't even know he had so much like you know foreigners what like, lock, like those those ladies that gave the whole you know the 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 the, the granted the interviews I. I I Bro, if you were there for that long, some of them were there for fourteen years. Yes, if you watch that, that's the other slim girl. That one, she was regular now. She's the one that does the media. She's the one that talks. She interviews people. If you watch the visuals clips, she's always there interviewing people. You know, it's just sad. And um, I always tell this. I always tell these people. I always tell this story. Like, I had opportunity to be very close to. To him like to tv joshua like you know like know him know his people like just be that one person. of his boys pulling his pulling his underwear down when he wants to use the restroom no 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 <laughs> not be that not be no 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 go for me but not be that one i'm just talking about like from a media perspective like he loves journalists he welcomes journalists every time i knew like og journalists i won't i, I won't mention him now just because of even the ones you know 
um, yes, Masagi that just like that used to go there at any time and you, you grant them. He loved the media. He loved the media. He knew the power of the media. He knew the power of the media. So he loved them. So a lot of your media, all of your media big boys in Lagos used to be his guys. They would, they would drive to the synagogue. You see them. They would talk for like 30 minutes as they're going. They give them packages and stuff like that. You know, so it started from the building collapse. So like when I, when I used to go there a lot to cover for my newspaper then. And, you know, I never felt idea, even his aura, like I never felt idea, like I never liked the idea of who, who he was personally, you know, so I stayed away, I used, I stayed away, I still know a lot of, that's when, when he died, and I saw that story, I, I called someone at the synagogue, and someone confirmed to me, and even opened, the, and even took me into the synagogue that morning, the, the morning that I went there, because I went there that morning, you know, just to confirm everything, and I did the story for pros. Um, I never liked the idea of that man, even the way he operated, even the way he, if you, if you see him, and you see the way people around him move, you think he's a cause. Like, if you've seen him in, like, apart from, like, the, the pulpit or preaching on TV, you mm -hmm. see people around him, the way they move, anytime he's around, like, the aura, the way they move, you just think he's a, like, he's, he's just the movement of a court leader. You know, everybody's just so on time. You know, you know, like, when you are guiding, like, you, like, some people are moving just by scripts. You don't, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, just, they're just like robots, you know? And I never like. I used to look at it. I'm like, man, this man is this man is wild. This you man know? was closing out stadiums in Mexico, bro. In in, bro, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. <laughs> it's like the power, the influence that this man, like, the influence he had. See, bro. See, you see this thing called religion. This thing called religion. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's been here before we were born. It's be here after we leave. It's not going anytime. Do you, do you know that on social media, right? There were people going in after watching that whole documentary. There were people. First of all, guys, every like if someone does an expose on something, you can't do a, an expose on like a million things at the same time. You have to do one expose on one thing. So if someone publishes an expose on something, I don't think it's smart to start asking why the media house has not done an expose on something else. It's Nigeria. We feel entitled for this wrong rubbish. You get, I can only do one expose at a time. How many BBC investigations have they published? Has the BBC published since they started? Uh, Probably over 20, 30? Yeah. Across Africa now, right? Yeah. And they do an investigative piece on, and then you're saying, why haven't you done an investigative piece? Which is expensive. On, on the, on Which the Church. Do you know how many investigative pieces have been done on the Catholic Church? Yeah, how many documentaries? Yeah. You know how many documentaries are on the Catholic Church? Are you high? You, you understand? Why didn't you? There was another one. Why didn't you? You know? Why did you do it on your on your on your on your, your the bishops or the on the Vatican or whatever in the UK? You know. So that has to be sense of patriotism that will not be using to justify rubbish. I see. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of people, you know, shielding incompetence and mediocrity yeah. because of religion, incompetence and mediocrity because of tribe, incompetence and mediocrity because of their fellow country person. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Too. That's what I don't believe. If something Nigerian comes out and it's work, I'm saying it's work. I don't care if it is green, green, white, green. My guy, it is work. Because now this rubbish, now this rubbish don't bring us to where we be right now. We keep managing, accept it like that. Oh, we accept bad roads. We accept all this. And look at where we are right now. I'm fucking sick of it. Every time. 
Oh, now our person, you know, if you talk like that now, it's incompetence. What are you talking about? Uh, you said our guy, our brother, now from the same village, me and my mom come from. So, you know, you know, I stopped. So, I stopped. I had a cousin, right? Who, not a cousin, I had a very, very close person, someone I really love, someone very dear to me. I, I won't want to mention the relationship that recent, like in two years ago. I thought you guys know the story now, um, personally, that had a baby. Right, that didn't develop well. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a, there was a problem yeah. with her baby spinal cord. You mm -hmm. know, there was a lot of money, lots of um, like so many, so many things wrong with the baby. So because of the spinal cord, her brain didn't develop well. Physically, she didn't develop. So like, you know, the baby was just non-functioning, still alive but non-functioning. You know, after all the medical things, the this person resorted to churches, prayer houses, and stuff like that. The baby is dead now, by the way. Oh, which is like oh, a, a big, damn. which is like a big relief um, to me, and um, like as as I, I like to even the, the parents because bro, it's so like it's um, it's it to be so unfair for that baby to grow up into an adult into like into it, it to be so unfair like yeah, it's, it's, it's so, like so unfair on on the baby the parents and everybody around them like it's so income it's like no, nobody deserves to live like that so. You know, it's what a baby, what a what a painful thing. Yeah, baby know, died. Whole, like I think she was like she was painful. almost two. She was two, like more than eight, two years. And yeah, she was two, almost two. Right? when she died, like like three months ago, and everybody has moved on now. And you know, you know, but I saw my I saw this person I love. You know, going to churches. You know, I wonder I was in the car with her. I was just talking about. I was just expressing my concern about oh, all these religious and spiritual things. And she was like, "See, man." You've never had it. You've never, you've never had any problem. That's what the person told me. You know, when something like this happens to you, you really, you are just confused. You don't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. So you just cling on any source of source of um, hope. It's and you know, I st immediately she said that I stopped judging. You, I, I really because yeah, I'm not in a shoe. I've never been in that sort of situation, so I really don't know what. So, like, the point I'm trying to drive is I don't know what pushes people into this kind of bondage where you are worshipping... Oh, you know... You are, you are worshipping person. You are worshipping a human. Like, just because... I don't... I don't because, like I said, I, I only knew him from, like, a professional... Um, in, from professional interactions. The building was collapsing. I used to go there a lot to report it. The guys who used to call me to interview him would just talk. We talked about random stuff. There was one day he asked me which school I, I went to. Right, TB Joshua has also asked me which university I went to. I told him, you know, we call us. I told him we just discussed about the city, about the brief. You know, he told me about one time he went to us about like just briefly, like just something, just professional and just social, right? But even at that, even at that, I could see that no, this is not this. This is not this. He's not. He's not him, right? Like I, I, I saw it. Like I, why would how would somebody look at this kind of person and just say? Because I look at it now, and not not just to mention names, like this popular pastor in 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 the east, right? That's very funny. And yeah. anytime I see his clip, I see a lot of people in church. There's a clip like, that what trended. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Bro, there's a, there's a clip that trend. There's a clip or that there's, a, there's this video clip is that trended. Is he lying down on somebody? There's a clip that trended last week where a, a pastor was delivering a marine spirit. You guys, you guys saw it now. Yeah, well, it's nice to attracting you. Right. And, I, and people, bro, people were quoting bro. it and saying, ah, no, be this babe with this Snapchat. I said, yeah, I, said, I want you to watch that video again, right? I want you to watch that video again. And don't, not, not, don't look at the man and the girl. Look at the faces of the people there. I saw like, I saw confused people. 
I saw people with no hope. Like, like it's just like when you are from a, a field country, this is where it results. So, yeah, you call zombies the walking dead. You call yeah, it's the walking dead. Yeah, it's the walking it's dead. Zombies. It's the walking dead, bro. It's zombies. <laughs> it is like you know, and I just, I, I, I just have so much. Why Nigeria don't tie up your sin, I see these people and I'm like, and the one that annoys me when you try to talk about these things, and people just tell you, Oh, you not talk about the mind of God, don't judge, you don't know who's real and who's not real. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I think we protect men of God that have you clearly know that these people are career criminals, and the way you just know, no, it's, it's, it's absurd. Nigeria is an absurd place. You know the funny thing. Um, sorry, one of the ladies. Yes, I don't know that. One of the ladies that was at was in the documentary. We met at the Koza protest in 2018 or 19. The one here in Lagos, and she told me about Tibi Joshua. She wow. said she was a victim and everything. So when I saw her in the documentary, I was like, God damn, this is true, man. Which one of them? Yeah, I've always done that woman now. The black woman. <laughs> The black woman, the, the man. Woman. I know that I'm, I've always known that man. Even when yeah, we're covering the, the churches, woman. he was, he was with oh, and uh, Joma, what was his name? He's a close, he was a close TV Joshua guy. I should say it. I, I knew that guy. Then the woman, I didn't know the woman from when I used to go to synagogue. I knew her from like stories. She has this woman has been talking about TV Joshua. She has a book. I think she has a book. She, she, she has a book. She wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. she wrote a book. Yeah. And he you know, tried, I know, and, I know and, that and guy. The dude has shooters because he tried taking the guy out. He has shooters. Yeah. Are you a pastor and you have shooters? Alright, man. Let's. How you not go get shooters as pastor? Yeah. People will be goons on their own. Bro, I was watching that story and my mouth just kept widening. You know, at at every next scene, yeah. from the rape allegations to to putting their pictures under a knife to like farm. Anybody that was out that knew Chibi Joshua when he first came out, where he really appeared like a court leader, shouldn't be surprised about this. But it's the only generation that didn't know, so I guess it was necessary to put out that kind of you know, expose. And you see, then you know the weirdest ones. And guess what's happening? Guess what's happening? We mentioned the pastor in um, wasn't it? Um, the, the something uh, I'm a man of war, I mean, the, well, liquid sword, yeah, right? in that was that dude, the comedian, that dude in the east. You know what's also funny? You know how we always say oh, we used to laugh at other African countries that you know Nigeria can never be like this. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what, guys? You know how ridiculous their pastors and men of God are over there. Yeah. Yeah. The men of God here are turning into those guys. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah it's, it's true. It's a caricature. The height of ridiculousness used to be like TV Joshua and Chris Yakilome, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The height of like these miracles and these conspiracies of oh, the miracles are not true, the miracles that used to be the height of it. What we are seeing now in those African countries, they're already happening here now. There's a video of this guy placing his legs on the woman's legs and lying down on her, and everybody's in the church looking at what the hell is going on. And I'm just like, God, what is it? Why are you people coming here every what is going on with you people? But I understand they've sucked the hope out of these people. There's nowhere to turn to. They've taken every hope away from these people. But guys, I, what's the name of the reverend that you mentioned again? 
the slim the one that you mentioned i'm sorry say it wasn't it which one the one i said is jay-z mentioned in his about about uh elijah muhammad i'll shout i'll shout in i'll shout yeah, thank you thank you i also remember the name i'll say continue yeah yeah i want us more from this thing i'm i'm, I'm very let's go to the light-hearted topic let's discuss music what do we want to discuss Terry Henry's interview. Who's it? Have you watched the interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I finished it. So I was curious because even from the trending, even from the clip that trended, like the clip they released as a teaser yeah. for the, was talking about how his dad drove him into like sports. In fact, I think Project Terry Henry was more Project than even Project Mbappe. Terry Henry didn't want to play football. At least Mbappe even wanted to play. Terry Henry didn't want to play. So he, he, he got me thinking about like especially successful kids, successful athletes, musicians, because Beyonce also has this problem. That, that's why you see that his relationship with their, their father is yeah, kind of like it's strained. It's strained, right? Yeah, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson somehow, you know. So how do you drain, draw this? Like as a parent, I think about it. You know, how do we, we draw to, this line? We need to work Serena, Serena's dad. But Serena's dad too. Mm-hmm. Even there is a Serena's dad. There's, the relationship was also. It's strange. I don't want to Oh, you know, you know, you know what I th- we know what I think. Maybe Serena's dad one is different because he left his first family and he, he was on his second. <laughs> <laughs> you are far for this, but you have a point. That's what yeah. Obama right there. Yeah. You understand? Maybe he said, "Oh, this is my second tryout, man. Okay, yeah. my first startup didn't work. I All feel right, as a founder. Let I feel that my second startup. Yeah. I feel that that some fathers that I know that look, this child has a special trait. Or it can be somebody great, and they sacrifice that personal relationship for the so-called greater greatness. Because yeah. look at Michael Jackson's father. Hmm. It was extra hard on Michael Jackson because I believe he saw something. Yeah, he saw something that every you know how fathers can see something in a child, and the mother is like, leave this child alone. But the father is like, no, there's something you are not seeing. Hmm. Applies with Beyonce, you know. Yeah, now was he strict or not? You know, and all that. Also with Thierry Henry. Even with Thierry Henry. Yeah. He you said know, he, they I, said there's a match where he scored like nine goals. And when yeah, he got into the cap, he was like, he was telling him all the wrong things he had done. All the wrong things he has done. Like, oh, you do not trap this ball here. You move this header. You do not pass to this person. What he wants. Wow. Wow. So you have to become a machine. Yes, I need to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. growing up, like, I, you know, I like Thierry Henry. Um, I don't Very charismatic have guy. That personal, yeah, but I don't have that personal thing with him. Like every other, you know, like other footballers. Maybe because I don't know. Maybe because it was so. I think it was, it was the Arsenal thing. Very, thing. It's the Arsenal thing. It's is it the Arsenal thing? No, yes. it's yeah. not the Arsenal thing because Dennis Bergkamp. I love Dennis Bergkamp. Forget that he's Dutch. Okay. Like like I love Dennis Bergkamp. Um, Sylvian Viltord. I love Sylvian Viltord. You know what? There are some Arsenal players that I love to hurt. What's his name? Ray Palo. Oh my God. Ah. One of my best favorites. That's my favorite midfielder. That's my favorite Arsenal midfielder after Patrick Vieira now. Do you understand? Then what's his name? Education. <laughs> nah, I do. That's what we call him. Education. When he's playing. You know? So, so I think he was cocky. That's why. It's not the Yeah, Henry was, was very cocky. Oh my God. He yeah. was a cocky bastard. He was a cocky bastard. He was very cocky. He was very cocky. But we all know. We, now, I think it's obvious what, what was driving him. You know, it's like... So I was, I was watching the interview. It could also first, be his own coping mechanism, man. Yeah. First, I'm, first, a coping first, I'm angry. I think, first, I'm angry because now that you mentioned Serena, I think, I think Serena, I think the, the reason Serena is different is because maybe they got to understood that this man wanted the best for me and took it in as love and, and interpreted it differently. 
And yeah. I feel that the relationship being different in, in, in case of Serena and Venice is because they choose it to be to be to different. Understand it. Yeah. So I didn't understand why. Because even I had to watch the full I had to go watch the full interview to see if hmm. he still had any love for the dad or understood. Did he? He constantly whined on through that interview talking about how he was love, love. Like how Wow, I I do understand it because and without this design, man, won't be where he's. This man is. But this, this man, man should love full potential. Should love in his in a different way, making sure that you became the best version of yourself. He I don't think the there's any love that surpasses that. Yeah. Someone priming you up to be the best version of yourself, where you have a statue. You were brought up in a small village in in France, in Paris, close to Paris. You know, you have a statue in in London. You are known all over the world. You are a great. You are an icon. You are an icon. Man. So this thing is it. It, it got me thing. It confused me a little bit because I don't think he has seen. Day, I don't think he has seen it that way yet. Because, because at the end of the day, our relationship with our parents become more, more, very much important to them when they are very older, right? Yeah. And because I look at my dad now, start I start reaching out. Yeah, I look at my dad now. I I know how happy. You know he he like the, the relationship we have how happy he makes him right you know and i look at terry Horry's dad who is still i we even had to go with to, to see if he was if he was still he's still alive and i'm wondering how he will feel you know seeing his son talk about you know their relationship saying that oh they, he never was he never brought up his love his dad never told him that he loved him when he was growing up and he affected I don't, I, I, <laughs> But boy, you know, he, he doesn't mentioned scoring nine goals in a game, yeah. and he maybe got inside the car. He said, in short, he said even before he saw his dad, like mm -hmm. when after the game, his dad was walking towards him. You know, for, even from he, he he was backing his dad. He didn't see him, but from the from a certain aura, he knew his dad wasn't happy. And immediately he goes to the, into the car. The dad started telling him about the touches that he didn't, the first touch that he didn't do well, the pass that he didn't way well. Like so many, he started critiquing his game. This is somebody who scored nine goals, and I'm like, yes. If he had praised me for the nine goals, you you would have like really be slacked about it. And oh, I'm now good. This man is making sure he was keeping you on your toes until you became a professional. You know. So the thing really. I I I got you got me really thinking, and that's why I put in the in the in the. In the in the talking points yeah it's a good one i think as parents right well also that's what i was saying serena's dad was on his second startup so it was a bit different because as as parents right it's our first goal you know you're not you're not a trained parent do you understand yeah. what i mean if you have a kid that's your first time you have one shot yeah i got a goal 20 years experience so i've been a parent for 20 years uh, you know i have 20 years experience being a parent and every child is new so like we need to cut our parents some slack at times. It's what they knew they knew. You know, at times you can just ask our parents, oh, why didn't you do this? Oh, why didn't you do that? Hey, man, hindsight is twenty twenty. Guess what? Some of you bought Dutch coins and lost money. <laughs> do you understand? Stop making it look like... <laughs> some, of them, some of them will become parents and they will do us. Some of you didn't buy Apple stocks. Yeah. If some of you bought Apple stocks 10 years ago, right? And, and and bought put a thousand or two thousand dollars in apple stocks 10 years ago hey you would have gotten some good returns now do you understand so yeah so hindsight is 2020. oh okay. why did my why did my parents relocate back then yeah in exactly. 1980 in, 19, in 1979 i didn't know now they thought the country was going to be great yeah do you understand what i'm saying 
Hindsight is twenty twenty. So at times, cut your folks some slack. Thank you. Yeah, you I, want to ask you this question. I want to ask you this question. Tough love, right? Yeah. Tough love to, to make your kids the best version of themselves where they might end up not liking you when they grow old, right? Sign it's me up. Yeah. Sign me or, up. Or love, sign or love, 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 where uh, you don't really I've know that. I started to... training myself on tough love even with my wife. <laughs> what are you talking about? My wife would tell me, your, your love is too tough. Ah, I, just... I say, yes. I can imagine. 24-7. Yeah. You know, as I run the newsroom back, almost as well, they run the house. Mama, that newsroom was tough, tough love. Yeah, because the thing... Tough so, love. The newsroom yeah. was tough love. The thing, the thing, like the thing, the thing was... babying you. Oh, you didn't write the article well. No. <laughs> My OG trained me with tough love. Because you know, is... bro, you know the newsroom back then now. Do you know the turnout, yeah. the the turnover? People they come out after two, they can't take it. They can't. So it's twelve forty eight hours. They are gone. Some people forty eight hours. Some people, bro. I fired one guy one time. I, the guy, I remember that guy. Nice guy. I told him, go to where I talk, baby. Go down to go and buy me city people. Because we used to buy like all the tablets, all the newspapers right? just to know what's happening. Can we take some leads? Uh, part of media monitoring, yeah. Do you understand? This is like twenty, maybe this is like twenty twelve, or maybe early twenty thirteen, maybe twenty twelve, because they were still so go down on a Monday morning or Tuesday morning when they drop. Go and get me these newspapers so we can scrape through and look at what's trending, what we can follow up on, what we can build on. You know, as this thing they work now, are you? Yeah. You know what this young man tells me? Whoa. The sun is too much. Ah, oh, oh, they're not ready. I fired him on the. I fired him on the spot. His name is Michael. Shout out to him. I'm sure he's doing amazing things now. He was fired on the spot. Fired on the spot. I said no, but that fired. No, but that kind of attitude. I said you school. can now. Yeah, you can now go home and enjoy the shade. You're yes, fired. You, you, you know, and I thank God for my boss at the time. Anybody I fire, they think because I don't own the paper and I'm just the editor in chief and he's the publisher, they will now go into his office. So I see them. You know, with their face going to his office. I mean, I just crossed my leg on my table because I know the outcome already. They will now come out of that place and just go and pack their bag and be going. Because he's going to tell them, Oh, what happened? Saki fired you. He did that. Right? Well, you're fired then. And we just <laughs> you understand. Simple now. You're, you're fired. You're gone. You have to always back the manager. Yeah, you always have to <laughs> back the manager. So you want to act like Sancho up in this bitch? You're out. You're out, my nigga. We're not ready. Oh, uh, last tough one. love or not? I mean, tough you love. Put some See, tough love also comes with empathy. You understand? Yeah, it does. It does. You know, as the Yoruba says, now you use one hand to do what you use the other hand to do. Uh -huh. one day, but you want to baby, baby, baby. You're on mute, Steve. You want to baby, 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 baby. You can't create champions that way. You can't create the empathy that. is for people who can deliver. It's not for it's not for <laughs> the empathy you. is not for non-performance. <laughs> Some my my very good friend told me something. And when he told me that thing, it has stuck in my brain. He says what? Raise your children well so you don't end up raising your grandchildren. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Raise at, your children well. At 85, so you're you not carrying a two-year-old. At 85, you're carrying a two-year-old up and down. I've seen this thing. Ho-ha. No, plays, plays out many times. Plays out many times. Raise your children well so you don't end up raising your grandchildren. See, all the cutie, lovey stuff you want to do, you do it with your grandchildren. 
that's how it usually happens now my mom right is cool with my the grandkid oh the grand oh grandma is so nice i tell them hey this woman is is wicked on a tight ship <laughs> This woman used the spatula more on me than she used to make a buy in the house. Yeah. Y'all need to understand. But they say, no, grandma is not. Guess mm. what? My grandma, who's her own mom, she what tells me. Yeah, she tells me, say, this is your grandma that you think is the nicest. We, she used to make me pick rice, not beans, rice. <laughs> Do you understand? So, tough love or nothing. It's tough love. Sign me up. I want to play central defender. Six. Sign me up Let's now. Tough love, Tough love FC. That's the name of this episode. Tough Love FC. Uh, Tough love. You know why it's cool? I think I don't know. I think everybody's different. But I, I, I prefer Tough Love. Like I feel if you don't, if you're not really I feel like for example, Delia uh, Moreno was telling Delia Ali something in that documentary. In the all or not. Tough love, tough tough love. Love. Still handle it. See, if you bro, come to this training, if you come to this training, he said he said if you come to this training every day for the one week. And I don't talk to you about your how you can get better. Just know that you're not my cup of tea. Oh my god. The only reason I'm going to come and tell you I'm please get better. Yeah. I'm going to cut you short. My English language teacher in secondary school. Yeah. Mr. Osholo called me to his office. See, I was a very brilliant kid in secondary school, but I was also a menace. I was a menace in secondary school and that because i was passing so i was like i'm bored what do i need to do let me go and hang out with the bad guys the guy called me to the office and said does anybody call any of the other teachers call me to talk to me i said no he said they all don't like you i like you that's why i'm talking to you you need to change and i'll keep talking to you on the last day of graduation this guy called me and the guy always gave me tough love it was annoying at times there was also another guy on my case 24 7 and i'm just like damn i thank god those guys were brought into my life bro 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. so 100%. let's move on from let's move on from tough yeah. love all right let's get into some music terry g says he's retiring from music and steve said wait a minute i thought he retired already no yeah. he, was, he was in hibernation steve he, he didn't retire Retire. so he was semi-retired so he came out a week before he came out and complained that you know when he was hot artists would come to come and beg him for hits and you know he readily give them a production or give them a hook but now that mm -hmm. he reaches out to artists nobody's everybody's airing him out so i guess he's feeling some kind of way he's no longer hot no longer buzzing and he's like fuck it i want to retire or maybe this could be a pr stunt again Maybe have something yeah, to it's a PR, a PR stunt. Yeah, I don't think Terry G. Musicians don't retire. Yeah, musicians don't yeah, retire. I think I think life happened to him. That's how life is. When you give out, give out, give out, and you are empty, people will, people will leave you alone and and go and and look, also, look, I don't go and look for another world to tap from. I don't think he's so it's, it's, an, it's, an, it's an analogy. It's an analogy I'm using. I'm not saying he's empty. I'm just saying that's how yeah. life is. When people have used you and used you and used you and used you. You know, so you as a human, you have to constantly ask yourself, how do I evolve? How do I so that like, how do I stay fresh? You yeah. know, he did evolve like a Timaya. Um, yeah, Timaya yeah, ended I'm up becoming a premium brand, even though he was making street music. Terry G decided to just be that. Terry G was like portable, like he, he, the the yeah. videos, his songs were properly mixed and mastered. Everything was just you one kind. Did you refine them enough? Yeah, it wasn't. He didn't yeah. come out refined, so he got stuck in that yeah. in that place and music. 
music went ahead of left him behind see this thing happens to everybody in the corporate world it happens when people turn 40 50 they feel that the marketplace is not like favorable to them anymore you know trust me i it's not about age it's just about how refreshed are you you know how like what's how how have we evolved as as a person it happens everywhere both in corporate world in music in sports we all know sports it happens everywhere you know so we as humans it's just a lesson for us like how do we stay fresh how do we keep learning and do the key to it is just to keep learning keep learning taking knowledge you know the more you do that the more you look for ways to maneuver um the system and, and, and yeah. keep staying fresh yeah so what happened to Terji is two things actually two things happened at the same time to him um the first is he's a producer all right yeah. now you know what happens to producers in nigeria they are the end of the stick most times yeah what happens to producers in nigeria is that once the sound once the sound evolves right the producer then becomes defunct there are clear examples plenty the most recent one is rexy you see rexy now he has not dropped you've not seen rexy on any production have you heard of rexy any rexy rexy no he might be doing like one or two things but like he's not the in in thing anymore but he was a few months a, a few years like a year or two years ago right and shout out to him because he's an amazing guy and i and i'm sure he's going to do like more stuff but it happens it's not it, what's the name of the other guy um nifkis at some at some point it was nifkis all through right yeah, every song was nifkis you understand the only person that i know that has been able to beat that thing is sars sars is a witch now now which is the brown one now. since he debuted in 08 sars has been able to beat that thing and guess what because he's evolved the sound sars was producing in 2008 is not the sound Bro. he's producing now uh, he's been able to evolve once you don't evolve right it's evolve or die that's the way it's how it's Kondo, in the Nigerian music industry condo sounds yeah. so different from happiness and it's the same person do you understand it's the same person kako be chicken sounds so damn freaking different yeah from what he's done in the last you know whatever that's that sounds pretty with um world that's when i knew yeah. that oh now what, is, what that. is a what is a goat like he's he's one of them he's one of them you know yeah i i, I listened to that project i'm saying ah, this guy has he has evolved he has you know so mm. sounds is a very easy has has done, he has ups production to a mad level yeah do you understand so where is the uh, chocolate city's guy that guy what's his name the guy that used to produce for chocolate city guys that is used, used to produce hard for ice prince not very hard e kelly magic stick no no magic no, stick. Magic, magic stick is, no, no. Magic stick is not what, what's wrong with steve no, I, I want to i want to remember the guy's name now <laughs> oh yeah now no, I, I know who you are talking about. <laughs> He's talking about um, the guy who produced last last Steve um, Ayo. E Kelly. E Kelly. Sorry, chopsticks. I was talking about chopsticks. Sorry, 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 chopsticks. Not E Kelly. Still produced last last. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Right. Chopsticks is still, you know. So, um, so that's <laughs> what happened. That's what happened. Chopsticks, chopsticks and magic sticks. They're almost the same thing now. Hmm, okay you just move the magic push chop there's this stick then no so that when i said no magic stick you supposed to remember first sharp sharp now why can't be like say i took the abstracts it's just magic now nah, they do mistake now this is why this is problem with nigerians just move on osage continue i i'm, I'm so osage i don't even know how to respond to that anyway so for terry g so that's the first thing that happened to him the production side of him went defunct so 
remember most of terry g's what you would see from terry g is like oh i do production i feature on the person's song boom 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 he was blown up like that and he also did his own shit right so once that production side dried up right nobody was visiting him anymore and so that layer of oh or that pipeline to get like hit songs with people wasn't happening then yeah. as an artist self because he was also producing himself right what also happens is that your sound now gets defunct as well yeah and yes, like the music you make is not uh-huh, because you're not going to, so usually what happens is that other artists they recognize or they quickly start to see that this producer i'm working with the sound is getting defunct they move on to another producer but for someone like terry g now that produces himself the song gets defunct uh, the sound gets defunct you should have done he like, doesn't move on you should have done like feels you know at one point feels other guys were producing for him and feels is a producer Exactly. What about producers to work with? Exactly, you know. So that's the same. That's the that's the same. That's what happened to Terry G. The sound just became defunct. Nothing about you know and the style and everything just didn't defunct. And he also didn't evolve. You always have to evolve. If you don't evolve, right? It like see, Banky W is like I love him to death. You guys know how much I love Banky and his music and him as a person, right? But the last album he dropped. Do you understand? Yeah. It, it, it didn't it didn't it didn't crack it because couldn't fit in the, the landscape sound, the sound it, it, you understand the sonic landscape has moved on and you yeah, need to recognize on. that you can't be cocky about it you can't be like about if you do gra gra you fall you need to recognize it so for someone like me like if if two face is going to produce like an album now right i want to see tempo on production yeah i want to see joe boy writing for him yeah i want to see omali writing for him you, you get to see Peruzzi writing for him. You can't you can't go and meet uh what's his name and shout out to him, but what's his name? Uh, uh Joe Slicky Slicky. Yeah, just you like for come on, man. You understand? So even just Slicky don't turn artist. You get what I'm saying? So that's what happened to G. But his influence, his impact in Nigerian music will never never of course, taking yes, it can be OG understated in his very own right from being a producer to being an a, a eccentric producer to an eccentric artist to the lifestyle and the flashiness and i think that's something that we also need to appreciate right yeah while casey and Presh were like the blink blink guys terry g brought a lot of razzmatazz and mm-hmm. you know and and craze so to and say in to, Afro, to afrobeats which was very well much needed because you needed that that's extents of madness and craziness for yeah, because everybody was looking too clean and everybody was looking too clean and blingy blingy you know and he now came with that madness yeah so um shout out to sarah to terry g bless so many people with so many hits you know all right so yeah um 20 years of chocolate city so chocolate years. city one of nigeria's you know most prominent record labels um released the cypher celebrating 20 years in the game you know, first of all, round of applause to to Chocolate City for just being Woo! 20 years in the game. First of all, that's a lot. Like, shout out to Chocolate City. I, you know, um, from the artists they've put out to the impact, to the brand, to everything. I think they have shown, and uh, they 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 have shown how how well you know and how much. It is to invest in artists and and push artists out there and how much impact this artist can have on people's lives. So you're not going to tell the story of Afrobeats without mentioning Chocolate City as a record label and as a company. 
Um, and look at the artists they put out, you know, from Jeremiah Gyang to Emma Baga, Ice Prince, Jesse Jags, um, and and so many of Primo, you know, yeah. Nosa, um, Ruby, Black so many artists. And on of recent, you know, Blackbone, CK, um, oh, man, they have a they have a healthy roster of artists they put out. And I thought you didn't want to mention CK. Are you going to start with this narrative? Steve, oh, sorry, Steve. I just Steve. Asked this, holy I just police, twenty twenty four. Holy police. Holy no, police. I, I can't, okay, okay, I can't okay. deal with narratives, please. Okay, okay. You know, no, and 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 so many <laughs> other artists that they have put out, and you know, and you know, one interesting thing, right? Not just put out artists, but like projects. That's one thing I also respect Chocolate City for. They've put up, they, you know, you look at the whole Afrobeat landscape, whether it's hip hop or whatever. In Afrobeat, let's just say from nine ninety now, you, there are some projects you can say. If you want to pick the top fifty projects, there's some projects that Chalk City will say, ah, this project may come. Chalk City will get like a healthy percentage. They'll have a healthy percentage of. Uh, let, let, talk about it. We'll make it. The, MI, MI2 MI it. Everybody, yes. MI2. Everybody loves ice creams. We we'll make it. Yes. You understand, and that's that's healthy already. If you are looking for a top fifty album, they already have what three mm. albums that have made it. You know. Then I like their group album, the Indestructible Chalk Chalk Boy. You know. I can't remember the name of the album, but that group album. Yes, the indestructible truck boy nation. That album is also a well put together album, well and art. So, you know, you want to call all the labels and you talk about longevity. Longevity. It's not easy. Shout out to years. them as well. It's not beans. You know, shout out to them yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, just want to give it. And the cipher was crazy. Put six Bro. MCs on the cipher. Black bones, AQ. Loose skin on uh ice springs, Jesse Jags and Emma Abaga. I love Emma I love Emma so much, man, because everybody had a dope verse though. Like everybody yeah. had a dope verse. Shout out to everybody. But you know, just when you're just rapping and you're dropping lines that people can relate to, like mm-hmm. you know, dropping like culturally relevant. That's why I keep saying lines. drop cultural relevance. No, cultural Emma relevance is, 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 is so intelligent and shout out to him. Shout out to him. This is how many how many years in the game now? He it's came in like, 08. He came, yeah, he dropped man, his debut in 08, and he's still here. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's still, yeah. he's, he's okay. four years shy of a 20 of year 20 career. years, yeah. Come on, man. You got to give it to him. You, you got to give it to him. Yeah, so to. shout out to them. Shout out to, shout out to everybody there. Shout out to Don Boos Boos. Shout out to IB. Shout out to the whole team at Chocolate City. Shout out to Idu Mekori. Shout out to uh, the Chuck Boss, Paulo Kugo, and every other person over there. All right, so why do we have this most deaf comment on Drake? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you guys just—you guys have gone fully Afrobeat. You don't do hip hop anymore. I mean, okay, most deaf says Drake is not doing hip hop. It's very said, relatable. He said not shopping yeah. music for shopping for shopping. And it's I want to shop. Relatable. Shopping is better than killing killing someone on the streets. Hey, hey. I think also he's reacting <laughs> to something that Drake had said. So somebody wrote an article. I think it was on Complex or something, and Drake Respl- had replied that person. And there was, so Mosdev probably saw it, and and it might not be. See, it's also Mosdev's opinion. And I, see, one thing I like to do is respect people's opinion, as long as they say it's their opinion and it's not the factual truth. Yeah, it's fine. Do I think Drake does hip hop? Absolutely yes. Does he do other form of music? Absolutely yes. Can he do both? Absolutely yes. yes. Is he a hip hop artist? Yes. Fam. Yes. Do you understand? This bars guy, for bars. This Come guy, on. This guy released nothing was the same, which is one of my favorite hip hop albums of this era. So, 
you know then the whole thing is just social media because the whole thing now delves into oh most Def is not a good rapper you know oh, drake is better than most Def, you know and all that these are two certified hip-hop artists most Def is a certified mc you can't touch him right you know most Def is most Def, right and drake is drake so it's most Def's opinion on how drake is or what kind of music he makes and that's fine and drake also can have his own opinion and i can have my own opinion which is fine i think what usually happens is that someone comes with their opinion and you want to beat the person's opinion down because he does not agree with you and it happens all the time and for me i'm like it means that you're not even respecting other people's opinion you can't see you know with context most Def spoke with context you know and all that so for me hey I don't all know. right what else okay 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 let's get into some fan mail this is from the real anonymous guy hey giants <laughs> it be like say when i skip my mail so i go line them up again you see that's it no grief for anybody <laughs> do you understand <laughs> you skip your mail you know grief. line it up again Alright, finally got myself to write again. Day one listener here. I'm talking day one, day one. I was a relatively frequent writer on the old iteration of the podcast. I'm the original anonymous guy before anybody became anonymous. Okay. Alright. It's been a great one. It's been great to see you guys grow over the years. I literally feel like we've grown together. Have we read this mail before? I don't think so. It's not familiar, okay. but I don't think so yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I recall you guys speaking about preparing for the reality of one's parents not being here, and so much came to my mind. Losing your parents is a truly terrible experience, especially if you were close to them. The idea that the first human reference point you had as you entered the world all of a sudden isn't there anymore is tough to deal with. Losing your parents puts everything into perspective it lets you remember that young kid in primary school that was absent for a couple of weeks because he lost a parent or that friend that had to move back to the city of birth to be closer to their mom and siblings after the passing of their dad the experience leaves one in a deeper sense of appreciation of what loss may have felt for so many to everyone who still has one or both parents I would say this, take every chance you get to show them how much you love and appreciate them. Recognize that if they are over 50, they might not have as much time remaining as they have already spent. Don't exploit their waning strength, both literally and figuratively, because they are probably more vulnerable at that age. Cover their shortcomings as much as you can and treat them the same way you would like to be treated in 20 to 30 years by your own children. Great to be back on the pen, guys. Shout out to the anonymous guy. That, that's a deep one right there. That's yeah, a that's a real one. There. That's a real one. Hmm. I'm not sure I was even prepared for, prepared for it. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> yeah, so it's a real one right there, you. man. Yeah. Guys, if, you, if you're listening right now, you've not called your folks in a while, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for I, I don't have a dad anymore. I still have a mom. I don't take it for granted. So please don't take it for granted. Though. Make that phone call. And I like what he said. He said, don't take advantage or don't exploit their waning strength. 
That's yeah, real. That's you know, true. Quite, that's true. You know, isn't it just? I don't know what the word is. You know, surreal or I don't know what the word the word is, but you just see that your your folks, right? All of a sudden, they are just vulnerable. So yeah, that was a real email. That was a real one. Alright, let's keep it moving. This is from Anonymous. My strong men are here. My name is Anon. Straight to the matter. A movie claimed to have made 1 billion naira in domestic box office numbers in 3 weeks. And I think this requires some investigation. Small Google search said we have 81 cinemas in Nigeria with the highest weekly attendance nationwide being 104,000 in 2018 dropping significantly to 45,000 in 2023. This movie that has barely gotten the rave reviews movies like King of Boys did and yet claims to have seen 1.1 million cinema attendees within three weeks. If we even average tickets to 10K, somehow these people have been able to pack the cinemas with Winner's Chapel type crowds every day for three weeks in cassava economy and nobody noticed maybe i'm too much of a cynic but you can maybe i'm too much of a cynic but can you guys analyze this thing better as i am uneducated very soon these type figures will become norm but no evidence on an entirely unrelated note i'm beginning to see a pattern with people after aligning themselves with politics and politicians then claim okay then claims of magic money that's how the founder of one small but popular church ran for office and, be, and came back to the to build a monstrosity of a church in three years a feat that took the likes of deeper life almost 20x their their size 20 years to do or maybe i'm just being a hater but damn i hate the way these people make us look stupid you're politically correct, anonymous. So, okay, for the cinema talk, I would immediately refer to our media expert here, Nollywood media expert here. I am media tire. Um, so people have always, anytime a Nigerian movie always, you know, gets heavy box office numbers. People always say, "Is it true? Is it not? Is it true? Is it not?" At the end of the day, I believe, um. Uh, or you can find out if the numbers are fake, or you can find out there's a systemic way of them duping the numbers. Uh, we have to believe these numbers are true. Um, earlier in the week, there was a figure released. Um, the top 10 highest grossing Hollywood films of all time. And a tribe called Judah had 314,003 admission numbers, or basically tickets sold. And that goes through a central system, it's digital and everything. I'm not saying things cannot be hacked or processed, but at the end of the day, you know, if you have a, if you show us that, you know, there's a hole in the system, then, uh, you know, prove it. It's, it's, on, it's on you to prove it. But at the end of the day, it's 1.5 billion. 314,000 people have gone to watch the movie. I know I wanted to watch the movie, and they told me that whole day was sold out, completely sold out. Yeah. So, first of all, let's not underestimate who Funka Kindele is. She has been able to cultivate her status since the Jennifer um, breakout movie she did for herself. The Jennifer character breakout, you know. And she has been able to cultivate a core status for herself that people who follow her 
no matter what kind of movie she does. And you're talking about quality. I don't think this has anything to do with quality. Because we're talking about quality, we shouldn't be doing fast and furious anymore in America. But some of Vin Diesel and his friends want to keep on tormenting us with fast and furious. You have to understand and that family. yeah, and, fa- and his family. You have to understand that the movie business is all about money making. That's why it's called a business and not whether the movie is interesting or sweet. And that is subjective to you. There are millions of Nigerians that will go out and watch a Funky Akidele movie. I can't stand an AY movie. AY dot, no, I say I want to say AY.com. An AY the comedians movie. But the day I went to watch Merry Men 2, the hall was filled up and people were laughing. And I thought I was the only, I thought I was the fool in the, in the hall because people were laughing. Yes, now, like, why are these people laughing? So another day, let's not look at this thing with privilege too that, oh, what makes me laugh? Is what other people should think is funny too, or what I feel is not funny, is not or interesting, mm. is not. Yeah, Nigerians are entertained by the littlest things. You go out on the road, somebody opens a DVD shop, puts one B C rated war movie, and you see grown ass men stop. People that are going somewhere, they stop in front of that shop and start watching this movie. Come on. So if you have like seven K, you think, bro, I, I I want to believe it's true until the day that they say it's not true, then it is, it is what it is. All right, all right, all right. Um, and your unrelated notes, you've already said it church and state, they are five and six. Nobody should be surprised. <laughs> right, let's move on to Francis. Francis says, My name is Francis, writing from Jaws, and this is my first time sending a mail to the pod. Congrats. I started listening to the podcast when you guys resumed last year, February, and ever since then, it has been part of my process every Monday. Even when I don't listen on Monday or when you guys don't drop an episode on Monday, I try to keep up. Um, I try to make up while working at midnight. I respect you guys for the cultural impact and knowledge nuggets your you share on the podcast. It's brilliant how you guys are a perfect combination. Got be- got good good job, guys. So last year was a wild ride. I started my tech journey in product design fully and it has not been easy, but it's worth it. It opened my eyes to how users should experience a product and how iterations affect a product. I didn't achieve all my goals, but I tried to achieve a lot. This year, I promised to achieve a lot more than I did the previous year and I also write not just to the pod, but creatively and technically. You guys impacted me enormously and I anticipate the year, I anticipate what, what this year brings to us all. Shout out to EOT2. I see all the work you're putting in or you're putting out and it's amazing. I love it. A big fan, honestly. I want to beat my target of books I read last year, eight to at least 12 books but hoping to make it more than that. I appreciate AOT2, 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 um, if, he, if, he, if he becomes my mentor on that. There's a book you said you read last year and that it's your best read of the last year. Please, I would love to get it and any more you can share with me probably through PDF. Hey, hey when did you become a... <laughs> Ask Steve now. You... I'm, spl- I'm still plug. Ask Steve. I'm yeah. still strong. Ah, I asked him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I go charge I go soon the charge I can see it already. I can clearly see it. Um, um yeah. So it says the name of the book is Oh, the Formation Book. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Allah, just sit up on the DMs. 
Okay, the making of Nigeria from jihad to amalgamation by Fulafa Gule and Faye So thank you. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you'll be seeing more of my emails this year, and I would take it. I would take it to be a weekly review of my activities. Also, just to keep. Well, I'm not reading your email every week, my guy. <laughs> but I'll wrap, that, wrap that shit up to quarterly. Um, yeah, to just keep myself on the toes. Yeah, you can write in that. If you don't read it, that's fine. But at least write in, and if that keeps you on your ten toes, then you know, um, that's good. That's good. Big respect to Steve, the unrivaled lead researcher, and Usags. Your impacts will be re referenced for a long time. Thank you, guys. Blah blah blah. Bless up, bless up to you. Bless up to you. And from the last person, Cole Give, he says, I love what you guys are doing. You rock. Keep rocking it. AOT2 and Oguchi are using 234 Essentials to give us couple vibes. <laughs> AOT2, after listening to your most recent pod with Oguchi, fam, wife, fam, wife that woman already. The energy is energy. Ah, I need to listen to that last episode. I don't know what you are talking about, though. I need to listen to the last episode. Shout yeah, out to yeah, the researcher yeah. and the all serious. I will listen this night. Yeah, the, you you have work, Steve. You have work. Don't no, listen. No. Uh, this is my job now. This is my work. Nah, it's part of it. You know what would be crazy if they actually now say, "Oh, we just turn the couple, turn to a couple." That would be wild. Not be only couple. If we turn couple now, we not go sponsor now. Global village now go sponsor. Now. We did. It's a global yeah. village wedding. No, okay. what do you call it? It's a village. That's the whole idea. <laughs> you know, you're a bad demon and uh <laughs> yeah, and right. and village will be so happy when it happens. You have a podcast for life. <laughs> for life. You're gonna not go <laughs> Welcome to Gecko Records, nigga. <laughs> uh, maybe not. You know, hey man, so that's it. That's it from family. We don't have any ask chance. Did you guys didn't ask any questions today? Just a few ones. But like the year, the yeah. year never hits them. The year never hits them bus bus. It's not it's not it's not hitting yet. You know what knock them well well. Okay, there you have it. There you have it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, guys. We'll yeah, catch man. You Thank you guys. The next episode for sure for sure may god keep us may god bless us may god continue to protect us may we not be kidnapped amen may we not be kidnapped and i say here any amen 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 i don't want to get amen. into god that help us amen um, there was a new Thank update you. now I can't remember what was the new update. There was a new update as we were recording the, the former minister of um, is it IT? I can't remember. He said the money, they've, they've gotten the money, blah blah. I'm like, why are you even giving up this information? Like, who are you? He said they dropped 50 m after the 60. I don't, I don't want to let talk me, about let it. Let me read again. it. Let me read oh, it. Oh god, that sucks. Nah, we're gonna go. I'm gonna read it. We're going to read it. Hold on. Let's use this one to end. So everybody could just use vexation, start the week. <laughs> <laughs> The guy says, Alhamdulillah, I'm personally not in support of paying ransom to criminals. However, since it's become clear we have lost our daughter, Nabiha, yesterday, and the five remaining daughters have been threatened as I spoke with the father on the matter yesterday and today. Furthermore, I spoke with a friend and a brother who offered to pay 
the remaining 50 million naira of the 60 million immediately. I conveyed the account number of the father to our daughters, uh, the father of our daughters, to the friend and the brother to send the money directly. Any additional amount earlier generated from yesterday, the father can use to treat the daughters and the other family members, inshallah. May the Almighty Allah reward the brother and friend with Janato Fadaus for the donation. May he also reward all those who contributed in any way with Janato Fadaus too. May he also forgive Nabiha and rescue his sisters. May the Almighty also help our security agencies to bring an end to these challenges. May Nigeria be a better place for all of us. I love Nigeria. Hashtag Nejiba and her daughter and her sisters. Okay, this was tweeted by Professor Isa Ali Ibrahim. Right? That's Pantami. Professor yeah, of yeah, Cybersecurity. Yeah. Nigeria's first ever Minister of Digital Economy, ETC, ETC. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. The problem, eh, I cannot even clearly, for security purposes and the safety of my own life, <laughs> right? I cannot start to detail what the problem is. I just want to let you guys know there's a problem. That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. I don't that's all we have to say. I don't have Thank anything you. to say. I don't want to because if, I, if this podcast go give me like another three, four minutes, I'll go into a very long rant. I just want to tell you guys that if you ever thought we don't have a problem and that you know we will be my people, there is a problem in the land. This, 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 you know, there are indices of problems, of, of major issues that a country will have, and you start seeing it. This one that happened. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry. Let's be going after this podcast. I'm going to church now, like this, like this. I'm going to church. Let yes, ma'am. Yeah, let me go and meet my pastor too. Should be I'm going to meet my own pastor too. I'm going to trust now, 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 now. So we go off this mic now. I want to go and pray. Let me go and pray for the country. Should be pastor said we should pray for our leaders. I'm going to the church now. I want to go and kneel at the pulpit and pray for my leader. That's what Thank I you. Do it, do it for our country. Thank follow you so us. Yeah, do it follow us. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll pray. I'll fast. I'll fast. I'll pray. I praise God that you know the our leaders that have hardened hearts, that the tears of the people will soften their hearts. It's not how your pastor, all your pastors preach. Mm. Soften the heart of our leaders. Yes. Guide them. We're not ready. It's a very painful, uh, you know. Mm. The writings on the wall, guys. It's, the writings on the wall, and if we're not ready, then we're not ready. 
Have a great week. Bye. 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 Bye.